Hello. Today I'm here with my friends Jared and Chase. We just got off quarantine and we are doing a podcast. And I was wondering, have you guys heard about how China hacked United States uh, scientists for what they found out about the coronavirus? Yeah, I did hear that. Okay. What What did you hear? Okay, so I know that like there's been this huge thing with China and espionage, particularly with what they're using for consulates, right, mm-hmm. and embassies. I believe was I may be confusing the two news stories. A Chinese consulate, I believe, in Tech no yeah Texas was shut down recently because they somehow like hired out or co opted scientists um, from a couple of the universities for like from the surrounding states and then Texas as well. So I know that whole thing got shut down, but um, I would think they'd be stealing the coronavirus. Info. Yeah. That's what they would be after, right? I didn't hear about it. Why don't they work together is my question. We kind of... Like, we, I feel like they shouldn't have to steal anything. I feel like the information should just already be there. Like, everyone's trying to find a cure. It's a pandemic. Yeah. You know why? <clears throat> have, you, have you heard that, like, the U.S. is... Not the United States, but right now, our administration is very much against the World Health Organization. Because of their stance on the virus? Not because of their stance on the virus, but because China is a big leader in the World Health Organization. Okay. So, uh, we've... Trump has gone as far as stopping the information sharing between Mm. us and the WHO. Okay. So, you know, in a perfect world... If these weren't such unusual times, we should be... We probably would be working together. That's weird how you kind of need to work together now, and it's like... This would be the most important time for working. Yeah, you think that. See, what I would do is I would ask, like, the scientists, get them all in one spot, get all the scientists in one spot. That way they can, like, all work together. Do, like, a world lab. Like, everyone direct their efforts at once. That actually would be kind of dope. Yeah. Um, So do you guys know who Aaron Schwartz was? No. So he was a founder of Reddit, and he went to MIT... Like, really smart guy. Found Reddit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, the special place that is Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, he actually wanted information, scientific information to be public. He didn't want people to pay for it. Yeah. It so, what sense. he did is he, he downloaded a bunch of scientific articles and journals that you needed to pay for. And he tried to basically pirate them so that they were free. Okay. And the government, the, it was, he did it off of JSTOR, I believe. Okay. And after the government, they basically arrested him because he's saying that these scientific discoveries aren't yours. You can't just, like, take them and give them to other people. And yeah. he was really just trying to get yeah. information yeah. to be shared. And he was arrested. And That's they, Yeah, they really over-prosecuted him. Yeah, no, they... Because they were going to give him 30 years just for giving out scientific information. What? Just so crazy. everyone yeah. could do research. You know what I mean? Wow, yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, how, how does that happen? I think, particularly when it comes to medicine, there's such an industry now that profits off people being unwell. Mm-hmm. And so right now, like you said, there's, there's a race to find the coronavirus vaccine. You know, whatever country or whatever company like figures out the formula is going to cash in on it big. Mm-hmm. At that point, it's like, yeah, we'll help a couple, we'll, help, we'll really help the world, but we'll also get really fucking rich off it too. Mm-hmm. And so... The Reddit dude, I see why they prosecuted him. It's a, a, 
it really sucks that they did. Yeah. Because <clears throat> information sharing, it's you know allows people like us to innovate. Like Corey, you're working on that. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I mean, I'm just kind of thinking about stuff like, on YouTube. I'm just, this just reminds me of like Snowden kind of dude. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it is very. Like. Except this is kind of cl- like like the Snowden case. I hear some people argue that yeah, he was a traitor. Yeah, it was classified stuff. But this, but this is, guy was yeah. only for just so everyone could see how much progress the world has made, mm-hmm. and just like help people who like some people can't afford that information in like yeah. other yeah. countries, and he was trying to help them. It's like yeah, if we're funding yeah. all this money publicly towards scientific research, then it should be public. Yeah, most of the information. Reap, yeah. it's, we should be able to reap its benefits. Yeah. Um, one I'm. A big astronomy person. One of the reasons I love NASA is because the minute they find something out, they're tweeting about it. Okay. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. who benefit? Everybody benefit because like everybody should benefit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um. The real question I have is like, where does it draw the line between information that is public and isn't public? That's the real question. Because you're probably like, it's a, it's the answer lies somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's kind of like the uh, like the patent argument where yeah, like people are going to be maybe less inclined to research if it's just going to be free for everyone. So I don't know. Really. I don't know. I'm okay. I'm saying like if you think about like um, one of the big things we talk about in econ are like patents, and if they're efficient or not because it's basically mm. you're giving you're giving someone a monopoly when they make the product. Okay. So it's like are people would people be less inclined to make you know the the discovery or whatever they're researching if there wasn't there wasn't like a patent available you know what i mean like because then what's mm. the motivation there besides like just you have a news article about you because you made whatever but as far as like you're if you're not going to like reap the benefits mm-hmm. does that make any sense yeah it does it's like you you made something it's like you just make something up, but everyone else can use it. It's yeah. like if you invented the wheel, but only you could use it. Yeah, yeah. I think how fucked we'd be if somebody did that. Yeah. The dude messed the wheel, and he's like, oh, hell no. Yeah. But um, as far as where I think it should be, what like what if there were a way to reward people for doing stuff like that without the patent? Or like mm-hmm. without that monopoly? Like what if the public just like donated to them? Like a Kickstarter for science. Where you could fund research yeah, that you I want. Actually, I think that's pretty awesome. Because yeah. think how many people would be funding like climate change research. Anything. And all these other things like um, oceanography. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We could do more disease control. We could look at the ep- ep- epigenetics more. Uh-huh. All, you know, and even um, gene therapies and like proper ways to use CRISPR and not to use it. Yeah. Uh, but instead, we, um, we really like making drugs. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like one of America's leading industries is like the intellectual property yeah. of drugs and software. Um, as far as using CRISPR, do you think people should be allowed to use CRISPR? Because I know China, they had an incident where scientists <clears throat> used CRISPR-Cas9 on a human subject. And... You know, it's it was the first of its kind. Was that the was that the person who was born from like three different parents' DNA? Yes, they took a gene from one person that wasn't in the baby, mm-hmm. and they insert yeah. they just did, did, did a gene insertion. <clears throat> well, 
we we know a lot about the human genome, but of course there are a lot of genes in our genome that are off or set to turn off at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know the telomeres, of course. I would hate by introducing a little bit too much DNA to the mix or using CRISPR-Cas9. I would hate for it to backfire and we unlock something in our like we just essentially what if the new person born from all strands of dna is more susceptible to some disease yeah but we just don't know we just don't know yet we could we could come upon things um that can be you know can be real destructive to sort of purity is not the word but i would hate to unlock the next cancer yeah Mm. Or just even regular cancer is bad enough. True. Yeah. The The real problem is if you do an experiment where you insert, say, a lethal gene into someone, mm-hmm. and their kids have it, and then their kids' kids have it, yeah. and then they all have it, it's like they those other people's lives are now a part of the experiment, and mm-hmm. they kind of have no choice over yeah, it. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Did, that, did you ever see the whole... I got this from NPRs. found it quite intriguing. There was a CRISPR-Cas9 debate on whether to eliminate... Um, the ability of mosquitoes to carry malaria. The ability of mosquitoes to yeah. carry malaria. You carry malaria. Basically, if they did a little gene editing to a mosquito, since mosquitoes propagate so fast, uh, the gene editing was going to make it that, so that the, um, the malaria bacteria or virus would be, fu- would be incompatible with the mosquito, mm-hmm. essentially. So the mosquito's immune system would kill it. Mm-hmm. And so the... The argument was, well, we can eliminate malaria in five years, which is a really big, you know, killer of the world population, save a ton of kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we would add, in turn, we'd add to the workforces of all these different countries where the mortality rate to um, malaria is quite high. Mm-hmm. The reason why some people were against it was, okay, the mal- so mosquito can no longer carry malaria, but what mm-hmm. if it can carry something else? Let's mm. say if we could carry mm. Zika. And now you have these rapidly pop- propagating mosquitoes with Cas9 and gene drive, so it does become dominant, um, now affecting us in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just really don't know what we can do. And it's like, when you tinker with things on a big scale, yeah. the system's just so sensitive, you never know what can happen. Mm. Yeah, what if the, vestigial, you know, the little vestigial tail comes back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like a new brain. Like yeah. second brain. Yeah. Have you guys seen Planet of the Apes? That's kind of like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like yeah. they should not yeah. be doing certain things on apes and those include CRISPR mm-hmm. and psychoactive drugs. Actually, no, it's a no, it's a crazy thing. Um scientists implanted um human stem cells mm-hmm. into uh, into mice, into like the brains of mice. And for some reason, because they're human stem cells, the brains of the mice started neurologically started to look more similar to the human brain. Mm. So, like, in that little experiment, they produced smarter mice. Maybe. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we already hate mice. They're already hard to kill. What if they, like... And now you have experiments. Yeah, now you got to remember if that gets out, it's like, oh, now we have smart mice. Yeah. Fuck the pizza rat. Now they're yeah. taking whole fridges. What if they take the whole, like... They just take over, like a whole mice army. They just got smarter than us. Jesus. Yeah. Like, forget about AI. What yeah. if we just make another animal yeah, smarter right? than us? Yeah. Dude, the, you, dude, those, like, smart mice, if they knew that, like, 
they could transmit disease, bro. They'd be rolling in the plague. No. They'd be rolling. Yeah, what if they? Yeah, right. Like, they, they would genetically engineer CZL. disease that they couldn't get, but we could. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They would just. You know, it's like fast acting. Two fucking mouse jumps on me and they die. You, this is gonna sound so gross, but I came home from work one night and I was like so tired because mm-hmm. I went in my I room, opened my story. door, yeah, yeah, and I was on the bed. Oh my god! In my bed. That's scary. Yeah. Oh, for for the podcast. Yucky. In a similar story, I thought I killed a mouse with a garbage disposal. Jeez. Um, there's a friend. I was at a bar. She called. She had a mice in her apartment. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to go help. So Chase drunkenly runs two blocks, gets up to her place, opens the door, goes on a pretty big mouse hunt, and thinks it's in the uh, garbage disposal. So he's like, oh, I'm just going to run the water and flick the switch. Problem solved. Good night. Mm-hmm. What's kind of sad is that for us to make all the drugs we make, we kind of have to test them on animals. Yeah. And sometimes, like, more often than not, when you're inventing a drug, it's pretty much a trial and error process. Yeah. So a lot of animals just, you know, they, like, they die from it. (laughs) How else did you do it, though? I mean... Yeah, no, it's hard. And also, like, you have to get an animal that is, you know, similar, close to humans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, because even though we're so close to everything as far as... Because we're all related, but, like, we're all related, but, like, animals, they have more in common with us than other stuff. Like, the closest thing, like, even with animals, there's still some mistakes. Yeah. And it looks... Like, it could be fine in animals, but not fine in humans. You just find out years later as well. Yeah. That's really the only way we find out. I think they should... Like, like the solution to, to that I, it sounds really easy but it's also really terrible really yeah it'd be like you know so if you need to find something that's human to test on but it can't be like a trial hum- like a trial regular can't be human. an actual human you can't be an actual human so then why, you could find, you know clone humans just for that purpose but that's not a solution no it's not a solution yeah. you don't go there yeah what if you could clone a person everything but the brand would it still be a person? Ooh. Ooh. Like, what if there was just blood flowing and oh. on its own? Dude, I don't know. You know and what? say you took the yeah. functions of the brain and just put them on a computer. Dude, I don't know. Like, what defines a human? Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, that's a question. Oh, man. What defines everything? It's yeah, also, dude, like, that's, step above that. Yeah. Like... All right, so if you're drinking water, you pour the water in you. Yeah. At what point does that water become you? Because you're like, like, you know, yeah. Yeah. water's the dominant molecule in your body. Yeah, how does well, that work? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go on a limb here. I would say, whenever the cell takes in that water, whenever the cell, whenever like, but it could be in your mouth and in your stomach. Well, like, well, you know what? Where does the cell begin? Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Like, isn't a human just one cell? Yeah, literally. Actually, you no, know, I think I thought of this one time. I'm like, bro, what if the brain of like created the human? The brain created the human. Yeah, like with the brain, like, like a chicken and the egg. Not even a chicken and the egg type of thing. But I was like, just this is when it was really late at night. But I was like, bro, what? Like, what if we're just being driven? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So like, I was like, wait, did the human build the brain and sort of the genetic lineage, or did the brain build the human? Both. Yeah, codependently. They're the same thing. Right? A little bit of an exchange. Yeah, I, think, I guess, yeah. I think our brains are what, like, we are. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
but also what we experience. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, there's... The real question is to, like, can the... Like, what can the brain not do? Like, what can it not experience? Like, if there's reality, then there's... A, like, it doesn't experience reality directly, would you say? It doesn't. No. But, like, yeah. if you... There was Chinese research in which... I, okay, I... Well, they essentially put memories into mice. They this, put memories they into mice. They put memories into mice. How do you extract a memory? I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. This is... And you're gonna... Hey, Pong's gonna hit me here. It exists. In a future episode, I will find this and I'll bring the URL back to you. Alright. I have another question to pose. But first, I have to lay some context. There you go. Okay. So, you say you have a drug mm-hmm. and you give it to a mouse and the mouse starts acting differently mm-hmm. we know that behavior is affected by the brain mm-hmm. but technically a drug even ibuprofen will have an effect on your brain or this at some level the system with the drug effects even if the drug doesn't affect cells in the brain or the mm-hmm. brain itself it will affect the area around the brain which will eventually get to the brain so where do you draw the line of where a drug is considered psychoactive and where it is not because if every drug affects the brain yeah. and the brain affects the mind, then every drug is psychoactive. Yeah, everything's yeah, everything's psychoactive. Yeah, yeah light is. You can make that yeah, light, yeah. yeah. Anything, Photo, any phototaxis. Yeah. Something's a phototax. Yeah, anything. Yeah. Sound. Mm-hmm. F- touch. Vibrate. You know, airflow. Yeah. Mm. So technically, everything just is. It was like yeah. kind of the wrong question to be asking. No, no. Well, not not mm. not in that way, but it's like I don't know. Why well, wasn't thought of that way before? I, oh, it should be it should be thought you me on the move that you say in, but everything is psychoactive. But I feel like we are very susceptible to things that we can notice. Mm-hmm. But you know, and think but at least the humans very susceptible to things that they can notice and they can feel and they can see and they can recognize. And so that means big patterns. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So at some point some, you know, some ancient human had something, you know, psychoactive. Mm-hmm. And they were like, ah, this person's doing a lot of things different. It, you know, and eventually that, you know, when, when research goes in and everything like that and human society advances, we start to denote those things as psychoactive. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we can, we can notice those changes. In ourselves. Mm-hmm. Or in... In another person. In another person. Like, okay. you, can, you can... This is going to probably be a bad example because some people are good at this. You can often spot a high person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or a drunk person. Or, yeah, or a sad drunk. person. You know, but alcohol is psychoactive too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Even caffeine is. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Do you guys drink coffee? Yeah. More yes. than I should, dude. Yeah, more than I coffee. should. Alright, how much do you guys have? Because I'm worried about them drinking too much, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... I usually drink, like... I have a cup of coffee like every, basically every other day. I have one cup every day, but I delete, but I have a lot of cream in my coffee. Okay. Which, you know, and it just ends up. Yeah, so it's not gonna, coffee anymore. No, we're just gonna, we're just gonna swipe <laughs> off. We're just gonna swipe off that. Is there, I was thinking the wrong thing. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking of tea. Actually, no. I was thinking that like oh. The heat. I was thinking of denaturing proteins. But I was like, well, yeah, Dan didn't dream about cues, and I was like, I don't 
think the cream does that in the coffee. Yeah, the cream does that. I don't think it. I like, don't think it does. <laughs> I don't think it dilutes the caffeine. No, the, the caffeine cream. molecule. It could dilute dilute it though. Do we really know? Exactly. I don't know. You see, I how don't know either. Yeah, how would we know? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not gonna come in and say it does this. You know what's a wild thing to think about is decaf coffee. How is that possible? Like, how do you take the caffeine out of a yeah? How do you coffee how do you, bean? Uh, how do you take the caffeine? How would I do it? I would take the 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 co- Well, I would look at the structure of the coffee molecule, mm-hmm. see if it's polar or nonpolar, and then put it in a solvent that would get that out. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's yeah. nonpolar, put it in a nonpolar solvent. Mm. So or I guess I, into something I, I, I guess if you soaked a coffee, they could probably do it by soaking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah soak coffee. Yeah. Just soak grow coffee beans. Let it go for a little bit. Mm. The water pull it out. Might yeah. pull it out. That's what you do when you drink coffee, anyway. Yeah. yeah. I I have way too much. I have like five cups a day. I'm oh, dude. Oh, really? I thought you didn't drink coffee yeah. that much. No, I drink it like every day. I took a break really? for a few weeks, but now I'm drinking so, it again. So, do you feel like you're on that caffeine addiction? Yeah. Definitely. That's my problem with like tea and college. It's always it's always super available. You always feel a little bit better with it, especially yep. with the honey. If you need to get to that really long, dull class, <laughs> dude, yeah, I'll just grab yeah. the. I'll just. Oh, I'll have a. I have a huge teacup. And drink that instead. That's what I would have in class. I would literally just like compulsively drink it bored in class. Yeah. Exactly. Depending then, on the class. Not all classes. Some classes I actually did like. <laughs> yeah. What was your favorite class you took in college? Yeah. Genetics. Genetics, Genetics or Oregon. That's cool. That's really cool. What was yours? Probably my uh, development economics class. I thought that was super interesting. What did you find? What did you find to be the most interesting, surprising finding? In that class? After taking that class, yeah. Oof. Yeah, what was wrong, but also what was right. The thing is, okay, so that class was taught by a priest, so there's like a lot of development economics that's like, development economics, you know what it is? It's like, not really. It's like the looking at the economies of like um, developing countries. Okay. Oh my God, missionaries. Yeah, but like, so our priest was like, as a Catholic, had like, his own kind of agenda in that class so like because oh. like birth control would be like a great thing in development economics because less kids but yeah um, I think the most like it's not God's will apparently <laughs> I think the coolest part about that class was like it just gave me a totally different mindset with like I guess the reasons that developing countries are developing like there's so many factors that go into it because mm-hmm. some people will say like just like colonialism or or they think it's like that again. yeah or other people say like the climate but it's like so many factors so mm-hmm. like, so. now the fact the, the, the description that you say of that but the description that was taught by a priest just yeah it was, it, it, no, it was really it, weird you like, know I just yeah. give me that I'd be like oh man if I heard that in the same sentence it's gonna be like wow colonization I mean Catholicism yeah. parallels communism in a lot of ways so but then it, it is also which is kind of paradoxical because Republicans say they're yeah, not like yeah, communists yeah, but also consider this it's got a slight message about, and a lot of religions do this, about colonization. You gotta yeah. spread it. You gotta oh, bring it over. Yeah. Everybody's gotta accept it. Yeah. Of course. Uh, At least a lot of the most popular ones. Probably because that's how they got that way. You know, yeah. you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Another question I wanted to explore is what is culture? Culture? I would say. Oof. Yeah, it's like what's culture versus what's race you know what i mean like it's kind of like but dude culture i feel like is like 
uh, a society, the way society acts and thinks, I guess. But I don't think it has to be like on a large scale. Like I think there can be like culture, different cultures within like communities. I think it depends on the scale. Subcultures. Yeah. 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 Now, I'm gonna go to Toni Morrison's um, Nobel um, Nobel Prize speech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said that we are both created by and create our histories. Mm-hmm. And looking yep. at in the cultural, looking at in the cultural aspect, um, we are culture is what a society thinks and everything. But then there are subcultures after that one banner, and that is in there all created by our histories and the and whatever path and decisions we make now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's like that, a giant storybook of human. Mm-hmm. I think culture is kind of like genes in a way. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. I definitely think culture will affect your behavior. Yeah, yeah. oh for sure, one hundred percent, and in an epigenetic way. I don't know if there's any evidence for that. I haven't seen any, but also I haven't really looked into that. Just because it's not like it's not something I explored deeply, but I do think that's definitely possible. And it should be. It, the epigenetic regulation of genes, how genes get turned on and off, it should definitely be researched. And we really just, I think the, what do you think the best way to discover those things would be? I think it would actually be um, anthropology. Anthropology? Anthropology. Because if you can link um, different gene, gene expression in different people, mm-hmm. and you can trace it down to groups and cultures, mm-hmm. which you know, anthropology looks at, if you can find a gene that maybe is on in that entire group of people, you know, people of that geographic area, you would see, you could potentially work out a direct epigenetic connection mm-hmm. between the behaviors that they're doing and the, the behaviors that they're all doing culturally in the expressions of certain genes. Okay. I think that they would have to find out, they would have to do it for one gene. But the question would be, how can you determine if this one gene out of many genes or a gene group that gets mm-hmm. turned on and off, there's the question of if it's a green, if it's a gene group that gets turned on, then there's a group of genes that could be causing the behavior That's true. to a certain extent or not. So I think it's very difficult to even determine if one gene is affecting people's behavior mm-hmm. all i know is that the brain is very malleable and i do think culture and experience in the present can shape the way the brain operates oh yeah and i think that's like yeah, that i think yeah. culture is just how other people's behavior affect the individual yeah I see that. and it can like the individual can decide their culture to an extent yeah yeah they have a choice over like who they want to be around yeah, in a way, you mm-hmm. you build your own you build your own culture, and you build your. But own how long does it take to? Cultures. How long does it take to subscribe to someone's culture? Like, because what if you're? I get what you're saying about you can like choose your culture to an extent, but like, what if they say like the most you you learn the most or retain the most between mm-hmm. what ages of like, one and ten or something? Yep. So yeah. So how long do you think it takes to? Be kind of kind of become absorbed by a culture because you might not have a choice of like it only takes like a year. I mean, you're... no, not even a year. I'm gonna say yeah. upon birth. Yeah. Because you know, what I mean? <coughs> once your senses come online, you're now susceptible to the culture of your parents, whatever cultures or culture that they exist in. Yeah, I definitely think that earlier years, um, what you experience has more of an effect. Yeah. In the later years, because it, 
it's I don't, oh, so I don't know how to learn like, behavior. describe it. It's like if you're a ship mm-hmm. and you experience a big gust of wind, if mm-hmm. you experience it in the beginning, I feel like the ship would go much farther in one direction. Where if yeah. you experience it at the end mm-hmm. of the finish line or like an area, yeah. it won't knock it mm-hmm. as much off course. Yeah. Because the more you are off course in the beginning, mm-hmm. that just compounds over time. Yeah. And so this is also crazy because we say course like one is set. Yeah. You know, this is... I mean... Like, there, pathways or the pathways and, like, seeing of this is that there is no pathways. It'd be like you're a fish and you just got thrown into water. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sort of whatever. I, you know what I mean? You showed up in the bowl. You kind of just... Mm. Yeah, you, you yeah. showed up in the bowl. <laughs> um, so, people have made synthetic life before. At what point... Wait, wait, you, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. Before... Before, yeah. Before. We've done this. Like, humans made synthetic life. Nothing fancy. No, but, like, what are we thinking about? We made a, like, we made a cell? That's Yeah, like, like a okay, little cell. Okay. okay. Like, basically okay. a bacterium, I think. Yeah. I don't know if it was eukaryote or prokaryote, mm. but it was a microorganism. Oh, yeah, that's kind of dope. Yeah. Okay. Um, but where should we, like, is it okay to try to build your own dog? Like, what if you could just make a cool dog? Yeah, build Like, combine the dog. best, like, make the best dog ever. Dude, that actually, that actually kind of yeah. dope. Designer dogs. Yeah. <laughs> then it would be sad if a lot of dogs got sick. True. Yeah. But if you think about it, you know, ge- designer genetics is already here with dogs. You've yeah. got particular breeds of That's dogs true. that you make yeah. and crossbreed. Yeah, like, like they've seen, always yeah. been. If you said yeah. a Corman Shepherd, it's a, it's literally a miniaturized no. German Shepherd with I've corgi legs. Yeah, you know what I mean? Someone funny. was like, I want to, someone's like, you know, I want a tiny German Shepherd. Yeah. Or I want a corgi size, like, mm. uh, a, you know, and they made it. Yeah. And now it's a popular thing. Yeah. Only if it, but dude, imagine if it knew what it got robbed of. The other dog? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. The fucking Corman Shepherd looks at, like, a German Shepherd and was like, wow, why am I not you? Those dogs almost went extinct after World War Two. Really? really? Just so many of them died in World War Two. People hated them after. Yeah, they were part yeah. of the Holocaust. They were yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone, including the dogs, you know, were like yeah. part of that. Uh, that's crazy. World War Two also almost killed the Akita. The Akita. The Akita. I didn't know that. So that is a uh, Japanese breed of dog, and I guess to fight the Russians in the like, in their Kamchatka. The Japanese were running out of winter gear, so they started killing Akitas oh, and taking their pelts. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, you have to do what you gotta do. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean, it's like, like, you know, it's like, hey, we need your dog to keep someone warm. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy, because some cultures respect other animals differently. Yeah. Like, Indians really respect cows, mm-hmm. and, like, they get mad over cows. Oh, yeah. And we eat cows all the time. Yeah. And for some people, it's dog. Like, for us now, it's dogs and horses. Like, some cultures actually other also eat dogs yeah, and horses. Yeah, I think has a lot of beef with that. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's like, because we all, like... It's almost like we're kind of deciding right now, like, it's weird how you set, like, an arbitrary line where, like, something's good or bad not to, like, experiment on for an animal. Mm. Yeah. It's, like, really just an arbitrary line. I feel line. like it's value. Yeah, no, it is. I feel it's like it's like, value in the culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, yeah. the Native Americans and, you know, Native people, especially in North America, you know, the supplies they got from killing an animal made certain animals sacred because they were that important. Mm. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You need a you need feathers to make an arrow. So yeah. you need the bird in order to defend yourself someday. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like America with dogs. I mean, we love dogs. Yeah. We have pets. But like maybe yeah. a place like Vietnam that eats dogs, they probably look at them like, like deer or something. Or crazy like, thing Australians about that. Australians do. They have wild dogs yeah, there. So they're everywhere. Actually, crazy thing about Vietnam and dogs, they were actually um, pathfinder, pathfinder dog teams in Vietnam. Really? Yeah. We secretly sent... Uh, got trained how to use certain like tracking dogs. Mm-hmm. They were German shepherds um, to try and hunt the Vietnamese. Because of course, to a dog, our your culture actually and what you eat in your diet influences your smell. Mm. So mm. the dogs knew American. Um, the dogs knew person like raised in America versus person raised in Vietnam. Mm. So what you eat affected what the dog could sense. What the dog could sense. Wow, that's crazy. It was kind of wild. I wonder what exactly in the food was that. Was it the macronutrient content? Was it some other molecules that were in it? It was like lifestyle. Was it the bacteria? Mm. So like we know that lifestyle affects like your body chemistry and stuff. But it was like a combination of diet and lifestyle. Uh Mm. They smelled different to a dog. Some guy told me that uh, sitting was like smoking cigarettes. Sitting with the new cigarettes, yeah. Hmm. This guy was just walking around. I, I was selling windows. This old guy was just talking to him. Then I saw him again. He was still walking hours later, just like me. And he was like, wow. sitting is the new cigarettes. And then I've always wondered, like, is it? Because it's sitting so accepted. Yeah. Would we, have we even, like... Yeah, this is... Like, yeah. what if it was just unbeknownst to us that sitting was that bad for you? Well, mm-hmm. bad posture is absolutely everywhere. Yeah. Think how many people are messing up their backs nowadays just from i feel like the shape the chairs are just not designed well too. Yeah, they, yeah, they support bad posture i wish i like knew how to design an, like a new chair like what would the perfect chair be like i feel like it would be custom molded and also if you want to do something generic it has to really fit to the curvature of this like the natural curvature of the spine yeah mm. like straight back chairs like aren't like that shouldn't be our thing. <laughs> They're so uncomfortable. Yeah. They suck. <laughs> they really suck. Yeah. Just like go for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh. Yeah, we can do better. Yeah, yeah. We chairs. Do better, yeah. We should just start 3D printing them. Good thing no one listens to this because that might be <laughs> our right idea. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know, I know a guy. You know, There's I, pros. I, I know a guy. 3D printing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. All right, we'll do it then. Let's give it a shot. I saw, so this is really cool, like, green technology. These people were making furniture out of mushrooms. They would grow a mushroom. Really? Yeah, I saw that. And then they would heat it up. Yeah, yeah. The chairs for Villa stuff. It's insane. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up. They can, so they can do that, like, with mushrooms. Yeah. A particular type of mushroom. But, like, of course, people have money, and they like to do stupid stuff with it. Yeah. What if you could have a chair that was, like, actually made from a shroom? Yeah, you could. Yeah. Like, the, the magic mushrooms, you know what I mean? It was like... It could be anything. The massive yeah. chair shroom. It could be like yeah. a, a soft one that um, people can sit in. Or it could be... It could just be like whatever you want. And then when you're done with it, it wouldn't stay there for a million years like plastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually entered a competition. And one of the ideas I lost to was making clothing... Uh, what is it? Clothes hangers. Out of a mushroom material like that, I like a reusable material, dope. yeah. Because yeah, you can dry it out. Yeah. And it was really hard. Who knows what you could do? It's just like, <clears throat> like what we were talking about earlier. If they had like Kickstarter for science, like I would mm-hmm. donate to like something like that. Like, yeah, it could almost yeah. be like an investment too yeah. for people. What's dope to about, subsidize other people's research. Yeah, what's dope about three D printing and what we've gotten to now is 
potentially, right, we can get to a point where if we could 3D the majority of the parts or something, mm-hmm. you could well, you could pretty much almost build your own car quite easily. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, we have the STL files to 3D print some of these parts, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You just have it done. Or you could literally probably just have the equipment in your garage at one point and be like, I just need to buy a body. I'm going to print all the body panels to my car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen they've done, like, houses and stuff, too. Really? Right? Yeah. Wow. Like, what if you could 3D print wood? They should try that yeah, as well, because that's way stronger. Yeah, that'd be yeah. really cool. All right. 3D printing wood. 3D print wood. Or something like wood. Yeah. No, but you also do need to concern if you make a new material or you engineer a new material, mm-hmm. could that cause damage? Like, say they were making the kind of trees in America. Mm-hmm. What if those trees were, like, in... They, like, rotted, and it was yeah. just bad in, like, Asia, Africa, or Europe, because the environment wasn't used to whatever was in those yeah, trees. Yeah, that's, that's, that's solid. You would have to dispose of it, I guess, locally. Also, like, you have to worry about, like, when you design material science, like, its qualities and stuff like that. Yeah, Cause yeah. Because, of course, over, you know, more testing and just using the environment, you start to understand the filament properties of the material. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, you could, you could make something worse than class, than plastic, or you can make something that's, like, really useful, but shatters like glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's going to be trade-offs when you make things. Uh, there's actually an example of that. Look up aerogel. Aerogel? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's it's metal. It has the same properties of metal mm-hmm. in terms of um, hardness. Mm-hmm. But if you drop it, it shatters like glass. It shatters like glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got high resistance. I wonder what it's made out of. Or it, how it got made. Yeah, it's... Really good heat conductivity, too. They essentially made a translucent metal Mm -hmm. that doesn't exactly have all the properties of a metal. Mm -hmm. My real question is, can you, if we're, if people are going to pursue something like science, is, is it possible to like actually make a scientific discovery or is it just kind of a chance thing? Like, is it a is our scientific discoveries directed? Do you set out to make this discovery, or do you find out the discovery? I feel like you have an idea, and then you have to check to see if it's like if it's true. Okay. Then you go after like this the discovery, but then you might find something else. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but I'm thinking about the word discovery because, like, if you already. Had the idea something existed, wouldn't you have kind of already discovered it? You would True, have not you'd have known to, it. You'd but have you to, can. Well, you'd have to prove it. Yeah. You can think True. of something that doesn't exist, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, technically, every like, every word you say doesn't exist before you say it. Well, as far as we know. No, I agree, and this goes. Being a philosophy it means student, it's completely This goes new. back so to the concept of essence and existence. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was gonna say, what does it mean to exist though? Like, well, to be. To be. Essentially, That's the philosophy the of the only way to say it, in my opinion. Mm. Every thought is an essence, and then we were like idea, and then you actualize it, and it comes into existence. Okay. Hmm. I feel like it's kind of just the product of everything else, though, around. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a loop. The real question is if you, like, if you experience something, well, what is it, like, what happens to the experience? 
do you count all experience as singular or is it like your experience of your life made of littler things or is or is it the little thing I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, um, but like, you know like is all experience one thing, or is it a set of different experiences? Well, we say life experience, then we go to this experience. I was gonna say it's I a weird, it's, it's a lexicon problem. It's like both, but that's impossible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, oh, wait, okay. technically, so, things can be both. Okay, yeah. okay. So if you think about take an experience, a singular experience, think of a singular experience. And then you say, this was my entire life's experience? Yeah. Like, this moment defined, like, this moment is life? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That would count. Oh, so if you say it. Yeah. All right. You know what I mean? So, like, when we say this experience, and we refer to singular events, almost grammatically, if we take that experience, if we take it to be true that experience is everything, your, like, your whole life, as you said, Corey, mm-hmm. that means every little bit in that defines the entire life experience okay and so you, it becomes weird it becomes a weird space okay my other question is are you dead before you're born like if you're is not born no, i don't think you exist yet but you don't exist do you exist when you die i just think that no it just ends yeah so wouldn't they be like the same thing oh yeah, yeah. that's what you mean well from dust just to not dust. there yeah yeah, yeah. You know, at least the things we have to come into this world. This practical went from pra- like I mean, this conversation yeah. went from practical to abstract so quick. Oh, yeah, right. right. Well, I guess, I guess, <laughs> I guess one half is like living stuff, and then non-living stuff. It was, you know what I mean? Where do you draw the line of your living? Yeah, like, that's a good question. Like, are molecules that reproduce living? Because, like, yeah, are they? Well, because mm-hmm. viruses aren't considered not living. Yeah. A non-living thing did to us. Why are we worried about living things if a non-living thing could do this? It's like cadmium is a metal, but it's a carcinogen. Yeah. It's not alive, but it still did something to us. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Oh man! So is everything alive, or is everything also? Every this leans towards more everything's alive. Yeah, yeah, I agree, definitely. But th- does alive include consciousness, or can you be alive without consciousness, or are those just Wait, are you... can you? Yeah, I think you can be. Well, I don't know. I've never right. been in a position well, like that. You can be so unconscious. Like, yeah, I was gonna say like you could be, you know. True, true. Because yeah. when you sleep, you're well. Are you unconscious though? Because at That's some level, thing. you're aware. Because yeah. yeah. if you're dreaming, you're aware. Uh, Even if you're not dreaming, yeah. I'd say you're a little aware. Because yeah. you wake up, you're aware yeah, on some level. That's true. Oh, God. But you're aware, but you're not aware. Yeah. It's like you're aware, but you can't experience it. Mm. Then how are you aware? Because you can't like the, what's what's the input, yeah. bro? True. <laughs> It'd be like me plugging in my phone. Not putting it into the iPhone, and somehow the iPhone charges like five feet away. That'd be good too. I, I mean, I don't. Yeah. It doesn't he gets charged? But it doesn't know the cords. No. It's the cord. Oof. Hmm. Oh man, this leads into like a lot of crazy examples. Okay. Do you guys think that DNA is information? Um, yeah. Yeah. Because one of the other questions people had with the whole CRISPR-Cas9 thing is, 
So you find a gene and everyone wants that gene. Does that mean you own the information of that gene? What yeah, if it was a life-saving gene? gene? Yeah. Or do you own your genes? Yeah. Can I sell my genes? The question is, where does the gene begin and end? Because, hmm. like, you could, say, have the sequence of the gene hmm. just, like, on a piece of paper. Wait. And then you can make that and just... You can make yeah. it on your own. Yeah, you can you can make it on your own. Yeah. But I got a question. Mm. Like if you can get it that easily, it's like how can you say it's yours? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I could. Same argument goes for software. Mm. But let's take this for a second. The Cori gene, the gene, the entire gene sequence that okay. is Cori. It's a name, so it's a name attached to a thing, right? Yep. And someone buys the Cori gene. Would you buy it? I'd buy it. You think you kind of have to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But then it's would like... Would that be me? Is it Corey's gene? Would that be me if it was the whole gene? thing? Yeah, I don't... That's... It would be like me, but in a different environment. That's <laughs> yeah. the only way I think you could run controlled experiments in psychology mm-hmm. or like some of these more complex mm-hmm. fields would be to clone someone and put them in a different environment. Yeah. Because at that... Even if it's oh. just, even if it's just two, you can kind of tell how the environment's different. You at least have some variable. For think of how, yeah. think of how that dope, that that how dope would actually for. be for a movie plot. Mm. That would be for a movie plot. That'd be for a movie plot. How do you think people write movies? I don't know. I think they start yeah. in philosophy. They start in philosophy. Yeah, someone yeah, had so. an idea of something. They imagined something, and maybe something to say. Mm. Well, there's there's a word or emotion attached to it. They had an idea and they kept just rolling with it because mm-hmm. every story says something. Yeah. Mm. That would right. also the argument would pertain to books as well. Yeah. Mm. Wait, that means history says everything. Does history say everything? Nope. Not. I mm. feel like history does not say everything. <laughs> it doesn't. Because yeah. you can't predict where history will go because no, there's no, kind I of a body. Yeah. Like, there's like an ad hoc. But I mean like actually past history. What do you mean? Like, it's already decided? Well, no, there's Do you things... think it decides the present? No, 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 no. I'm saying that there's... We learn history, but there's things that happen that we don't learn about. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So then it doesn't say everything. Okay. I, um... Do you guys know who Karl Popper is? Mm. I've heard the name before. Yeah. So he's um, a philosopher, I'd say. Okay. Okay. And he who was in England, and he moved to New Zealand during World War II. Mm-hmm. And part of his, he was a college teacher, and part of his war effort mm-hmm. was to write why Nazi fascist societies were bad. And he okay. kind of traced the roots of Nazi racialism toward this thing called historicism, mm-hmm. where it's like a prophecy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like... They thought that the past, what they experienced in the past, World War Two, mm-hmm. justified what they were doing in the present. Hmm. A World War One justified what they did now. There was like this tale, this grand narrative that made them do that. Hmm. Oh, you know, North Korea actually has that too. Yeah, a lot of places have yeah. it where they they have like this story about how the past and how it will like be this like grand thing for you in the future. Well, wait, it's kind of like a religious narrative. No, but think about it. America has that too. It does. Yeah. yeah that's yes. Yeah. It sure. just doesn't come from a person. It comes from a constitution. It, yeah. Well, yeah. it comes from, I think it depends on who you, what you're talking about. Cause what you're talking about could be different for everyone. Like true. But the whole thing, the whole thing that I think together, it needs to be open-ended. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I saw this thing and it was, this guy was talking about, um, 
like the Protestants in the beginning where they were like so puritanical and talking about like purity yeah. and like the, the people that first came over to America and they were like crazy they had like witch trials and stuff mm-hmm. and he talks about how the Protestants had like their puritanical va- puritanical values carry over to America today mm-hmm. I don't oh, really think that oh, I think so I don't do. think that I, dude I oh, think like bro. some people I feel like we're Think of how... But how do you know it's caused by that, is what I'm saying. Some people are uptight about stuff, but if you think about it, what are people uptight about? Depends on the person. They're mm. usually uptight about things related to vices. To vices? To vices. Mm. Okay. And, and I feel like us... Yeah, yeah. Like, Mountain yeah. America... Yeah, definitely. And the Puritans disliked similar vices. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is... Not hard, you know, not being hardworking. Yeah. Um, you know, instances of, you know, drug use and also premarital sex. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. And it all got dumped over on, onto us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at some point, though, if you're saying, I feel like once you notice that, you can kind of change that. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Like, I feel like every individual kind of has a say in, like, Mm. What they leave behind as far as how they affect the like, culture, their how their thoughts affect the culture. Yeah, mm. like every individual kind of makes culture. Like, mm. there's no, it's kind of no definition for for it because it's like it exists on a spectrum in multiple. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Ways. It's like different between everyone. Like I'd say right now, like us talking is just a culture. It's yeah. just how things are. It's how beings communicate with each other. Hmm. Hmm. It's like an it's like a it's like a language so for we, exchanging information. Are we a little so basically are we a little subculture that you know popped where into, my, yeah where that, 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 that popped into existence right like a little yeah. universe mm. yeah and when we end this podcast series someday it'll pop out of existence and if no one listens to it as you say yeah mm, true all right I have a topic but oh, I'm okay. gonna run to the bathroom hey, yeah. first. So, all right, all right. Uh, just, just to keep you on your toes, oh, all right? Bro, just okay. Throw it down. No, no, no. no. All right, you want me to give you guys yeah, time to think about it? No, no, no. I mean, yeah. Tell yeah, us what me and Chase talk about, right, and you right. come back. We're gonna do something that Corey, you and I are gonna disagree on. We're gonna talk socialism, about the free market. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'll be back. The free market. What do you think free means in the market? Okay. If you, if you take free as its most basic term, you can do anything. You can do anything? It's it's completely unrestrained. Okay. And we know that the free market isn't unrestrained because we got regulations and they've got we got other means to other things too. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say the free market is where you can do everything. I would I would say that's more anarchism, but I would say that the free market is when well, between people, if you agree on something, you can you can yeah. do it. Yeah. Well that's the whole fall I think there, there are always going to be regulations. It's just oh, a matter of where you put them. 100%. I agree because if you say free market and it doesn't have any structure, it's no longer a market. The thing I said when people say about the structure of the economy per se, I kind of look at it from a perspective that the economy is an emergent system. Yeah. Sort of like how culture is. Yeah. It's made out of aggregate parts. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me when they think about humans and groups. This is one thing where I do get with like I say there's collective thinking than individual thinking but collective thinking makes sense it does because we know that organisms are just a collection of individual cells i gotta go let uh wait i'll just ask Sherry to let the dog out i can hear him whimpering he pooped inside a few times 
the last few days. Oh, shit. I had him do a little intermittent dog fast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I got, I got a story about that. About intermittent fasting? No, dogs. dogs. Oh, dogs? All right. So, my cousin's dog, Jax, is big golden. He's big golden? Huge, huge golden. Okay. And so, you know, my Uncle Ray was looking at Jack one day, and the dude's like, in the dog's swaggering, Jack's swaggering, you know what I mean? having some problems yeah he's just like he got turned the dog got turned af <laughs> my he takes him out jack does his stuff you know what i mean mm-hmm. flushes it all out of his system and for a while they're thinking it was corn on the cob mm-hmm. um he's fine one day and for some reason he's the dog swaggering again mm-hmm. so my was like you know this dog's got into somebody's alcohol status somewhere uh, and Jeez. also, I have a friend who, uh, no cat, gives their dog Miller Lite. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Pull- All right, so let's hear. What did I miss when? Did you guys think I want to know what, what, um, what's a free market? What's your definition of that? An unfettered market? An like unfettered market. Anything goes. Like, okay, I disagree. Like, All right, so I guess by free market, I think your oh, classic economic definition of no government intervention. Okay. We'll go with that. Then. Okay. I would say that's more anarchism. I would say that's totally like not possible. Because there are people, there are bad people, there are dumb people as well. Mm-hmm. And they both have a bad effect. Wait, and they're like... So... I mean, yeah. dumb people as in like, they harm themselves. No, no, no. Or like, like people that try to like, tear everything down and burn everything. There so are always going to be people like that. And you need the government... To protect people, but the government is supposed to. It's supposed to make sure that it's. That these are the three main things I would say that are required for regulation of the free market. Uh-huh. Otherwise, it's just anarchism. Protecting people, like it's citizens. Uh-huh. Protecting. It's basically just like a protection apparatus, I would say. But not. I don't like when the government mandates things like health or stuff uh-huh. because they've made so many mistakes before. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you say so you say it's out to protect, but keep you alive is what I mean by that. Keep you alive. Okay, yeah. But what about something like level. all right? What about yeah. something like public school sex ed class? Like, don't you think it, the government should have some responsibility to? I think they talk about. Yeah, I think yeah, they have a responsibility to say that. Yeah. But doesn't that go outside of protection? Doesn't that go more into like? It can be, yeah. It can be. It can, it be, can be, yeah. You know what I mean? No, I know it can be to an extent, but I feel like, I feel like it goes beyond just protection. Well, I think I feel like right. that sex ed class also would protect your potential kid. And this is gonna, you know what I mean? It could. But not yeah. having that kid, you might and save a life. And yeah. Way. So yeah, protecting yeah. it. Yeah, but also. Like, I don't think the government should be brainwashing. That's not a good It yeah, needs yeah. to relay the facts in all of them, and it needs to try to do that in the most objective way. The yeah. problem is that, though, every teacher is going to have their own kind of every bias. Every teacher a little bit into it. You can't get rid of it. It's all, like, I feel like... Our American history is based on bias. The way that we explain oh, history in schools. Yeah, yeah. No matter where you go. In all yeah. schools. Like, yeah. I feel, yeah. oh, all over the world. Everyone Everything. Has, you know, yeah. Even Some when people, just talking to each other. Yeah. Some people better would come to ter- coming to terms with that than others yeah yeah i think that what do you, what would you guys change about school if you're gonna make a school tomorrow a school for kids our age let's say we're just starting college over we're freshmen in a college that we make i think that school should not be all right take 
Pendragon, for example, okay. our high school. Our high school's main goal was to get you to college. Mm. Yep. I think it was that, a college. Pre- yeah, I think the school's college. goal should be not focused about the future. Future focused on what can I do to actually make these kids learn, not study for a test, not retain nothing. You know what I mean? You have a, yeah. What we've what we've been told is learning is not learning. Yeah, mm. I would say. Yeah. Now I would look at through the lens. And you probably, I know you get, you're going to come back on this. Okay. But of making these humans better humans. And I say that, but not, not by influencing the personality, but providing them with more knowledge. Yeah. With more, mm-hmm. with more facts. Yeah, that's... more knowledge so we can do better. But also, but, school should have a role and have it... School for our age, I think you should be able to go... Of course, there's a structure, keep everybody safe. But if you have an idea, they should, like for a club or whatever... For an idea that you'd like to follow, they should not say no. They should not say no. They should not say no. The kids. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think mean, they like, for school, I'm saying for a school no. our age. For I mean, what do you mean not say no? Okay. I feel I, like you can just a, say in an ideal world, but at the same time, world. you can't just have funding to you know let anyone start anything on campus. You got to think. Yeah, what if the so wrong true. people get a hold of that? Yeah, exactly. But that's why because it has been used in the other way. You know what I'm like? Yeah. You gotta have the structure. Then one of the things of the structure is its number one concern is it has to protect people. I think I think that like people naturally protect people. Like I yeah. honestly believe Na- that. I, I believe that. Yeah, and I think when like, pro- like what protects people is a a trial and error process. Mm-hmm. Like the Puritans shamed hardworkingness because you probably had to be hardworking to kind of survive. Yeah, like they came America to escape. Exactly. Um. And it's like that's like that was the educate that was kind of like an evolutionary education if you think about mm. it, like what culture is, because it might just be like the dominant like culture is what kept people alive, because they picked up the traits yeah. that were that to whatever out. extent caused by the culture. Oh my god! Well, I've had to mention this thing before. I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a uh, economic development class mm-hmm. for economics. It's a global environmental economic development. And I took an Asian in the 21st century course back to back. One thing that was interesting about um, sociology, these two, is that there's white, there's race culture versus mm. wheat culture. There's race culture versus what? No, no, no. Race culture. Rice culture. Versus wheat culture. Versus wheat culture. In terms of food. In terms of eating. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard food, about that as well. In terms of food production, because either... Um, require different behaviors mm-hmm. and one creates a more communal behavior while the other one makes a more uh yields more individualistic behavior yeah i've heard that rice uh like it was just not it um it has less gluten in it than bread yeah it has like, so it, it gets has you no less gluten. fat it has no gluten in it i didn't i don't know if i had new i known i just knew it had less mm. so but also it grows when if you have everybody working on it the more energy you put into rice in terms of labor, the mm-hmm. more rice you do. You get more out? It. Yes. Okay. That just also goes back to the culture thing. Yeah. So I mean, if you get everybody growing rice together. Yeah. Yeah. Big rice. Like, like why do we grow grass? What if we grew yeah. something useful? Oh, like what? <laughs> no, literally everything. Everything. Whatever you want. Apples doesn't have to be yeah. rice. Everything. What yeah. if you just use every square inch of land like productively? Like think about the land by the highway. Yeah. yeah. Why aren't we growing corn out there? Yeah. <laughs> 
You could also, it could be that if you had a plant and you planted it there long enough and say like the cars, say they have like chemicals that kill the plants. Over a while, those plants will get, and the, and the bacteria in the soil, everything will in that area to survive, it has to be able to withstand those chemicals. Mm-hmm. So it would kind of be getting rid of any like pollutants cars take in. No, no, exactly. I was going to say that. oils and it, it stuff like that. It cleans itself. Yeah, uh, it cleans itself. And you can find out what it's oils. What? There's actually like, there's this, scientists are looking at um, different phytoplanktons and stuff like that. Okay. And they believe there might be, there might be a type that can eat oil. Or has the a gene type that can, wow. that can not, not like crude oil but it could digest and get energy from oils. Mm-hmm. And so they want to then gene modify those so that they can eat oil. Yeah. Uh, crude oil. Kind of, kind of dope. Yeah. Cool. Hopefully it would work. <laughs> All right. So going back a little bit, backstepping, I know we got into this whole talk about the free market. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, Where do you so, want to All right. So, so let me just get this straight and correct me if I'm wrong. So your idea of a free market is extremely limited government intervention. Yes. Okay. Now I, I know what people, why people get confused. Because when you... Because th- I don't think that would be a, a like textbook free market. Oh, really? I feel like the free market... Because when I read, I read, like who I've read, who, like what I considered like the founding person of that school of thought, the free market, mm-hmm. he explained it as the government is only there to prevent like stuff like fraud and stealing. Whereas the anarchists, they believe in no government... But they also have the fantasy that everyone's just a good person. Yeah. Like, so the, like the free market is itself. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would say right now we're, an anarch- we're like in anarchy, though. Well, the thing like, is, we don't like, have any. Like, we're have just any hanging rules. out. But no, it's, it's considered real anarchy where, like, I just do you, mean, do you associate anarchy with chaos, though? Or the okay. free market? Do you associate the free market with that as well? No, no. Like, but I'm going to actually sub anarchy oh. for chaos. Because if, you want, if you want anarchy to generate chaos, you're eventually going to get tired of anarchy because it generates chaos because you have to put in more work to protect whatever you do have. In, in anarchy or chaos. And in, in, in anarchy that generates chaos. And then you're going to be like, wow, I might need some order. Okay. So how would we make a free market that doesn't have, even with even assuming limited government intervention, how do we make a free market work so that there's no inequality or no monopoly. All right, my question would be, why do you associate those things with not working? And what do you mean by work? When you say so, work... Okay, so the classic, like... Because I don't really even believe in utilitarianism either. I mean, I wouldn't say I necessarily entirely subscribe. Because when you say work, I feel like that's how people measure it in, mm-hmm. in a certain way where it's just like that... More that society happy. happy you know, yeah. yeah. And even what... I don't, I don't yeah. even know what you mean by that. Like, how would you... Like, every utilitarian, they at some point have their own definition of happiness. So that's going to shape it. Yeah, for sure. That's a problem. But so, I'm just going by some of the textbook, you know, flaws of the so-called free market. Okay. So I'm wondering how... I guess the big question is how do we create an economic system that has the growth and productivity of the free market, yet none of the repercussions? Is it okay. possible? I think it's possible now. How do I, we do it, though? I mean, that's that's a question that I right, well, really answer. Oh my god! I don't. I don't really know. It, yeah. We're gonna eventually. We'll see. Because yeah. I feel like everyone. There's gonna be a trade-off. I, is there a trade-off between? I feel like people associate the free market with a trade-off between productivity and like the quality of life. Like, is there a trade-off? 
Because think of like think of mm. at a time like an efficient system like. At a time, an efficient system. I get what they mean when it, like they dehumanize people and don't pay them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? So like, yeah. yeah. So wait, do you whoa, think that wait, that's wait, just wait, a, wait. a repercussion? Wait. Of the f- what? Wait, slave labor isn't efficient. No, like what I'm saying in, is, in what? producing something, yes. he says it is, but but also I feel like we take that for granted when we say that. Yeah. Like, is it efficient? It's efficient because now we have machines that do that, so it's not efficient anymore. That's what I'm saying. Efficiency evolves. Yeah. yeah, it does. It Definitely. depends on also how you define efficient. Like you're, yeah. you're measuring efficient in a pure, true, like monetary Product, way. This much, yeah, 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 yeah. This, this x for y, yeah, yeah, one yeah. variable. When it's oh, like, wait, really, we're humans and we have other like we're not robots. We don't yeah. go for no, just but, like that. We consider other areas as well. But then also, you know what? That also get added to an inter- interesting anti-slavery argument. That's like, but mm-hmm. wait, you don't have to pay them, so you save all your capital, and that's technically efficient. But the quality of output goes down. You know what I mean? Do you yeah. mean of the total product? Or like over like, time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because of course you're abusing human beings and they don't want to be there. Like, they're not gonna do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's also it's, it's also like they're just other human beings. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, it, <laughs> like, like like the racism is awesome. actually, racism is not economical. No, it's not. <laughs> it's fucked. It's like why Yeah. Like how did that even happen? So I think I think one of the assumptions, and you're going to disagree with this, but I think for a free market to work, people have to actually be rational. So, like, that's... No, I don't. Because I don't <laughs> even think people will ever be rational. Well, that's the thing. That's, like... I'm talking rational. Like, I feel like there's a, not a way to account for, like, the way humans feel productivity. Do you know what I... Like, mm-hmm. so you can't take that into account as an efficiency. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it goes back to culture. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just a bigger question of what is actually efficient, because from an economic point of view, it's more product, but... Do you really think, though, like... Well, if no one's buying the product... Well, okay, perfect. It's just when supply equals demand. Equilibrium. Does that... All right, I want to question the law of supply and demand determining price. Well, supply and demand... Yeah, okay, go ahead. It's based based on a lot of assumptions. One of the assumptions, I think, has to be information can't be free. Because once the information's free, the the the, the supply no no it's is equal infinite. information. It's equal information. Yeah. What do you mean? Everyone in the market has, has equal information. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wait, okay. but not in the production. They no, no, I'm talking about no, no, no. a perfectly it, competitive market. Uh, yeah. They I'm don't thinking, though. They don't. But the, the I mean, I'm expanding this because we know it fits in here. Mm-hmm. That if you come to the market, you have to come with something to sell. And someone has to be willing to buy it. Yeah. yeah, but one of the things about the perfectly competitive market is that everyone creates the same product, so inherently okay. it's impossible. Yeah, that's good. But if every, but we know that no one's exactly. making the same product, so I have to keep information of how much resources I put into this, so I can, um, so Sell I can, it. so I can make a profit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there is no equal information. No, that's the point. That's what that's no, the point I'm trying not. to make. The perfectly competitive market's impossible. It's not. Mm. It's not ideal. I see that. Well, I think you're thinking of competitive as in there. I'm thinking of perfectly competitive I, market in terms of. I feel like you define competitive in a different way. Like I define competitive as where you can try. Okay. Like, like you can try and fail. Like, you could try, like, we could try and fail to take down Amazon and steal all their business. 
that's still that we could competing with them. We're not putting up like much of a fight in pure economic terms. See, when I think of like, competition, though, I inherently think of competing against something. I know yeah. you can compete against yourself, but I think to compete, there have to be competitors. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Do you mean what do you mean by competitors? Because I'm saying like if you try, you're technically competing, even if no one buys it. True, you're competing, but. Who are you you're competing against yourself? So and I no, think it no, has they're to be competing both. against like Amazon. You know, it's gotta be both. Oh, I thought like you meant one. I thought you meant in like a vacuum, one person just nothing around him. He's competing. He's trying, so he's competing against himself. No, no. I mean, if like like people say like Amazon or like say like Andrew Carnegie, he's selling mm-hmm. like steel. Mm-hmm. We could try and sell steel. We could put our money together and I don't know, just buy a steel rod and try to sell it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's technically competition, but it's not competition in the same way that you're thinking about it. No, I get what you're saying. Like, though. you're trying. You're just not succeeding. Yeah. And that's totally possible. I think that's, yeah. But it's also, there is a point where if they have so many resources, like these huge companies do, mm. you can't really, like, they can't, they, like, you see, can't they really compete on with top them. Because yeah. Like, they, it seems like there'll never be a shot. They'll always be on top. Well, mm-hmm. they'll always be on top because they'll, you know, they'll define weight. They'll use the resources to defeat competition. True. It's all yeah. natural. Yeah. Or they'll, in this case, that's buying you out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's also... You know, they also put their resources in the innovating. Yeah. Buying people out. Yeah, that's how once companies get big, technology companies and pharmaceutical companies, yeah. they'll just buy their competition when they exactly. work. That's what Facebook did to Instagram. So do you think competing or collaborating is more effective then? Oh, I think that depends yeah, on Yeah, I noticed Facebook bought so, Instagram. I'm pissed. Yeah. yeah. I don't like Facebook. <laughs> Facebook's yeah, creepy. Facebook's but, uh, what was I going to say? Competing or... All right, this is the one thing I do like about nationalism. Like, when countries get together and they compete for their country in the Olympics. Uh, yeah. I think, like, a worldwide sports event like that, where it's, like... Because countries do have their own culture. They do have their own de- identity. Mm-hmm. But that is a way where every country can celebrate, like, who they are. Yeah. 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 It's, just, it's, world, it's literally world cooperation. Exactly. Like, the world... Like, countries are always in conflict. They settle... Mm-hmm. People, honestly, countries settle conflicts via the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, imagine yeah. if, the, the, like, the U.S. didn't have the NBA... Like the the, the yeah. Ch- Chinese and North Koreans, they love the NBA. That probably helps the relationship it between does. the two countries. No, but I used to even consider this uh, when Jesse Owens won the I gold. I don't know who that is. Oh, it's the Black Power salute. You okay. Know? Yeah. So he was a runner in the Olympics, mm-hmm. and he actually competed in Germany. Okay. Uh, the German Olympics after Hitler came to power in 1945. And Hitler, yeah, and Hitler was like, "Yeah, that Yo, our right. Aryans are totally gonna beat the Americans at running." Jesse Owens beat them. Really? Do you yeah. know who uh, Joe Lewis was? Oh, no. But Hitler had to tip his hat to him. So if you think about it, one black man just dropped an entire country. True. Because yeah. then it just showed, like, Hitler just, like, I was thinking of a situation. Yeah, I was thinking of the, the Olympics with the uh, Black Power salute. What were those guys' names? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember either. I know. This is sad. Yeah. We also dropped Russia in the Olympics, the famous... Um, they dropped us a couple times, too. They did, but we beat them in hockey one year during the Cold War. We did. Uh, yeah. Have you guys yeah. seen Icarus? No. No. Is that... What... Alright, it's about the Russian doping scandal. Oh, wow. They wow. were just doping all their players, and uh, the KGB office was right downtown from the <laughs> Like, literally right next you to make it. make stronger. The like, KGB Whoa. would sneak in and mm. give them, like, clean piss or whatever. I don't know how the testing works for athletics. So... Yeah, that's crazy. But, you know, Russians always have, you know, we always make the joke of the Russian strong, like, bull joke, right? Yeah. They kind of do, too. What are they making them stronger than? They have to make them stronger than a bull now. The Russian doping scandal. Yeah. 
That's probably why they won. I mean, I don't doubt our country did it, too. No, it's not for sure. All, I feel like all the athletes at that level honestly do it. But there was this boxer I read about in Intellectuals and Society, mm-hmm. and it was like a black boxer and a German block boxer, and the black boxer kicks the guy's ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's also a case names, where in the there was a case when one of the Japan Olympics, the first mm-hmm. one after you know we beat them in World War Two. Yeah. Um, it's weird how we're like friends with Japan and Germany. Japan right wanted mm-hmm. to kick our ass in Taekwondo, and they're like. We can, it's our sport. We can do it. Yeah. And um, I recently taught a uh, buff American beat beat them. Oh, at their own oh, sport. At their own sport. Jesus. And they were like, they, their idea was like, oh, we can win because it's a it requires patience mm-hmm. and redirecting energy rather than brute strength. Yeah. Force is a great I, equalizer. It is, yeah. Definitely. I think that... Like, Alright, so there's a big movement for multiculturalism to teach about other cultures. It should. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. but my thing is, I feel like even now I didn't learn enough about the cultures I was supposed to learn about I in didn't school. Either. That's true. Mm. It's. I feel like there is a mix where learning about other things helps you. But I also feel like you need a historical context to kind of learn about your society as well. Like, I feel like more... So I had European history and American history. Mm-hmm. I felt like if I had more American history, rather than that European history class, I'd be a more, like, productive person today. I, I see exactly Because I'd learn the context of my civic environment and, like, what, what issues were going on at mm-hmm. that period of time. It's almost like... Like, the past became the present. You didn't yeah. learn about the more recent, well, more I, important past. And I was thinking about that. Mm-hmm. I feel that... Until you get to college, everybody, the, the, one of the classes that you have to take, you cannot opt out of. Mm. Is, I don't like how they do that. I'm sorry. That's I just hate my to, Yeah, I know. You, it, it's, not, it's not ideal, but it's American history. Yeah, yeah. You, you, can't, you can't opt out. No, Because no. you need to know it to be a better citizen. I do. I do. I, yeah, I totally agree. I don't, but the other question is... You, you don't want to make them do it. But, yeah. Uh, I don't... I, I mean, in high school, I would say, yeah, you make, like, kids take that stuff. Mm-hmm. But in college, it's just, I feel yeah, like no, it's until college. Yeah. Until college. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. At college, at that point, it's like, we've given you such a, compre- a good, I, mature, comprehensive view of American history. I also feel like the teaching of the more recent history happens through a cultural thing, too. And yeah. it doesn't happen in the classroom. Like, mm. we kind of have a say in how we... Like, view the most recent histories that, have, like, in the events that have happened. Yeah. yeah. And we can kind of, we learn from those directly because they're the most, mm. like, recent they're, ones. They're new. Yeah. You know, a little shiny history. Yeah. What's your guys' favorite period of history to learn about? Ooh. In the sense, I don't know, whatever, just whatever's your favorite. Um. Or what, what history would you want to learn about more of? Like, are you talking, like, Reconstruction. Like, if you're going to listen to a podcast, what would you... All right, so do Reconstruction. Reconstruction. Okay. In the South? Um, like, with the Reconstruction era? Yeah, technically, okay. the Reconstruction effort, because it was Effect. attempted everywhere, but mostly in the South, yes. Okay. All right. I'd say, like, French Revolution. I like both of those. Oh, yeah. French Revolution. Yeah. French Revolution, I find is interesting because it's like, oh, you guys started off so well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys were about you were, to be you the in a better America. position than we were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say I would want to learn more about the Ottoman Empire. Yeah. Okay. 
interesting. I don't know much about them. Like, that whole area in the Middle East, it's, like, kind of Europe, but kind of Asia. Yeah, it's kind of, like, its own thing. Yeah. Same with, like, Russia. Like, all those, like, former yeah, Soviet yeah, states. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't really fit the paradigm that we think of in America as, like, white, black, or Asian. They're kind of, yeah. like, their own. Like, well, when it's, I... It's crazy. Have you ever seen, like, Azerbaijan? No. Nah. The country of Azerbaijan, very close to the Middle East, mm-hmm. but it's still kind of considered... What is it near? Um... Oh, man. It's near Kazakhstan. Okay. And Afghanistan, all those countries up top. Yeah. You know what I mean? Azerbaijan is both very Slavic. Mm -hmm. Well, it was very Middle Eastern, but it became very Slavic as well because it was integrated into the Soviet Union. Mm. Mm. I'm reading a book about Russia right now, and I think there's two views to history. There's the the history that the people from there that wrote about it. Yeah. And there's like the hindsight one. Yeah. So this lady, she like grew up in Russia. She was a lesbian, but she talks about the pogroms that went on there. Yeah. And all the, like how, basically how the society fell apart. Yeah. Cause at once they thought that it was moving out of communism, but mm-hmm. now she's basically saying it's like pretty much communism. again. It's going back. Yeah. It's like good. Putin's trying to go back to the Soviet Union. It's basically kind of the moral, the moral of the story. Man. Dude, Putin's, Putin's on some next. Putin's playing some next level shit. Let me tell you. You know he used to be a KGB agent. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Putin would kick Trump's ass. He would. Putin, Putin would kick the average American's ass. I think you can say that about most Russians. Of course, that dude's. But I will say that dude's got big plots. Putin, you think so? Oh, a hundred percent. Another question I want to ask is: so there's like there's kind, wars kind of evolving, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And usually in America, at least the. The Senate votes on war. Yeah, they declare war. They yeah. declare but war. We actually but haven't we, declared yeah, war. Yeah, exactly. War. And now the president basically has the power to do cyber attacks. Like, when are you at? So war is kind of like cyber war now. How do you know you're, if you're at cyber war and not in a cyber war with the country? I don't see how you could. Because a real war is obvious. How could you really avoid a cyber war right really now? Can. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I feel. Think, I know. I feel like one's going on. Well, no, no, yeah. there is one going on right now. Actually, this. I would say it's kind of like a free. No, 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 no. <laughs> Because with a cyber war, it's it kind of like levels the playing field for war. Mm. Because no, but we're also at physical war, resources might not matter. Like you know, in an actual war, to wage, yeah, you need food to feed your troops. Yeah, you need yeah. logistics. This you just need a computer. Well, you actually still need logistics because you need to initially. You need well, no. What do you mean logistics? Okay, so cyber war. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're using code scripts uh-huh. and cyber weapons. Mm-hmm. So you're using programs. Eventually, the enemy is going to defend against those programs, and they'll have to literally create the software to defend against it. Yeah. That's yeah. the logistics of this war. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. and they're like, oh, crap, we can't develop this antivirus fast enough. Yeah. It's sort of, yeah, you need antivirus, then you need actual antivirus, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. What if you could get, all right, this is like, if I'm a mad villain in the next superhero movie, this would be my plot. Right. What if you could, like, embed the DNA of a virus in a computer program, then have it infect people? Because it's information. What if the information changed from the computer to an actual virus? Uh, well, what was crazy is they actually... Is that possible? You need a machine. Well, yeah, they come up with DNA data storage. They've... No, they do. They have databases just literally full of DNA. Sick. Di- that is free. You can you go need, on that. You now That's need cool. to script yeah. it back. So you need something to make DNA chains. Mm-hmm. Dude, imagine getting killed by a computer. Well, getting killed well, we by a computer in that, that way. Yeah, that could definitely happen as well. Mm. It's do, like some you, do you guys think humans will ever go extinct? I wouldn't say we've come impossible. close. <laughs> I mean, like it's gonna happen eventually. Because, like, eventually, I hope not like, now. Humanity yeah. we associate obviously with 
Earth. I mean, we wouldn't call... We also call escaping Earth. Because I, I believe yeah. that there's uh, aliens. You know what I mean? I believe there's life somewhere else, of course. I do, I, I mean, do. Just because the universe is so big and yeah. so old as well, I think where's the odds? So I think humans, like, on Earth could go extinct. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't I don't see how, like, all of life could go extinct. You know? I, I don't think how, all of life oh, yeah, I think I can see how all of life can go extinct. We're not, it's not like we're the only... Dude, I'm talking about all of life is in, like, the universe. But what if... All right, that could happen, okay, if but if there's a multiverse, someone has to... Like, well, where do you draw the line? Yeah, 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 life is entire. A multiverse. Okay, okay. Like, I don't get what we you don't say, know multiverse. How, well, have you ever heard of heat death? I've, yeah, I've heard... Yeah, okay. yeah. Where it just gets infinitely hot. No, it's the opposite. Oh, where it just gets cold. Yeah, essentially there's not enough... The suns all go out. The suns all go out Entropy just takes everything yeah, to a entro- certain point where it's just stable entro- and nothing happens. Yeah, entropy takes everything, right? So in that case, if entropy is entropy takes everything, wouldn't it have also taken all the life as well? Like all the it life, would, would, yeah. yeah, all the life would, would have would. to go extinct in like a series. So the question is, will that happen? Like, what if entropy can re- be? Yeah. All right, do you know what the problem with induction is? Yeah. All right, so say my phone's been on that table the whole podcast. Mm. Every time we look at the phone, it's there. Mm. Based on it always being there every time, you would assume it would be there next time. Yeah. But what if you, there's there, like th- it talks about? All right, this is really hard to explain for me. I don't know why. So, okay, okay. so you make the conclusion that the phone will always be there based on the fact that it'll always be there. Mm-hmm. But at so any moment, it could there. not be there. Mm-hmm. I get you. That's that's some object permanence type of stuff. Yeah, but it's like so. If you see the the original example came from swans. I tried to do the phone because it's like. I felt more original in swans. Mm-hmm. But they saw all swans were white in England. And they went to Australia. They were like, damn, there's black swans. Mm. So based on the conclusion of seeing like millions of white swans, they came to the conclusion that all, that swans, all are swans are white. But all swans are... Bu- but then they discovered the black swan. And it was like one yeah. example defeated all their other examples Ooh. before. I get so the universe moves toward disorder. So that's what I was saying with that. We always see it moving more towards disorder. Mm-hmm. But it's falling for the problem of induction. So you technically, that that conclusion was basically just based on induction. Yeah, well, yeah. The universe well, always moving towards disorder. That's true. We could be totally wrong about how it ends. Yeah. Nietzsche also talked about, in one of his books, like he talks about the eternal reoccurrence. But one interesting part was, so that water is made of H2O. Yeah. Hydrogen and oxygen. How do we know that every time... Oxygen and two hydrogens get together, they will have the same properties as that. You don't. You don't. Yeah, it could change yeah. at any moment. It's well, basically the moral yeah. of the story. Yeah. It can change under different conditions. Like, for example, we know that yeah, gravity yeah, yeah. affects time. We know that water will boil at low Certain pressure. Temperature. Yeah. Or based on, I mean, water's in equilibrium, too. Mm. Yeah. It, it shouldn't exist, actually. Water shouldn't exist? That yeah, it's more, well, the whole thing is, under these conditions down here, if, if water wasn't so polar... Mm-hmm. It would be broken apart. Yeah, yeah. That's so why it has like an attractive. Force. Yeah. So if, it, if it's not polar, you know what I mean. The, it shouldn't tech. It shouldn't technically exist, except for its own. Its own strength allows it to exist. Mm-hmm. In a group, but it could yeah, still exist here. on its own. Yeah. I was thinking. I think for if I were to create a school tomorrow, I think that I would learn more about engineering and math yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I need. You, I think you need that, and you need the arts, I, and then you also need the little history basis. Yeah. Because you can innovate technologically with the arts and vice versa yeah no i think so yeah i just i feel like the way the university does it it kind of stifles that yeah i feel like those things should be pursued on your own free time if you're lucky enough to have and you should you should there shouldn't be barriers between departments 
preventing these people from collaborating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know I mean, I find in my personal experience, the departments have objectives, whether it be research for the sciences, right? Mm-hmm. That don't always allow them, their students to engage with other departments mm-hmm. and come together and collaborate. What if I think they should, I think the humanities should be one school and then the science is the other. Because I yeah. feel like the humanities are kind of interfering in scientific research. What if, what but I also feel vice versa. Okay. But they're, inexplic- they're inexplicably connected. They are, they are. Uh, and oftentimes it gets down to the human, di- the philosophy of like human dignity. In the yeah, person. yeah. I think that, yeah, because that's a question the humanities really can only answer. If you, like science can't answer certain questions about like what we value and stuff. Yeah. Like you can't use science to determine morality, I'd say. Also, you or some other use... questions like does 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 God exist? Or even answering like the problem of induction. Like science that's out of its limits. And also we shouldn't This is gonna go to your health thing a little bit. Okay. Science shouldn't tell you what is good. Okay. Right? And I'm not meaning this in a health context. I'm meaning this is in societal value context. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if we're like... So if we're like... What science discovers is good. And it is. Until you get to like... Let's go to our malaria example again. Mm -hmm. And the CRISPR-Cas9. We found CRISPR... We created CRISPR-Cas9. Therefore, it must be good. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Therefore, we should all use it. Yeah. And that gets into, on the philosophy side, that starts to interview with the human dignity type thing. Yeah, I agree. I think that, I do think that science has its limits. I don't know where, like, where they lie is important to know. Because one of the reasons I say economics and political science aren't science, I feel like people say that they're science to try to guarantee sort of way in the way the conclusions of those fields are. Like, I feel like calling economics a science justifies economic interventionism because economic interventionism assumes that, like physics, you can project the motion of the economy. So how, how do you define what science, then? I, I so I consider science, science, science as method. I consider science as method and the body of knowledge gotten from that method. But if you think about it this way, like, so science... It's a specific method. I can go more into what the method is. Science can be wrong, of course. We know that, right? Science can be wrong. What do you... What? Science can be wrong. I mean, I think individual scientists can, yeah, be wrong. Okay. And they can be... They can, like, see something. They can think it's something that it's not and be wrong. So would you distinguish... I'm trying to think of how economic method is not scientific method. Okay. So... Think, take an economic theory. There's a hypothesis. There's testing. There's research. Is there testing, though? Is the testing not method? Okay, t- the testing is not... But I don't th- agree that that's testing. I don't think it's the, the same testing method. Come... It's, I, like, I guess, it's like anthropological... I guess you, it depends what kind of econ you're looking at, too, because testing in econometrics is a lot different from testing in, like, macroeconomic theory. All right. Yeah. I'm just thinking, so I think of the economy as an emergent system. We can study emergent systems. Mm-hmm. We are an emergent system. Mm-hmm. But I feel like one of the, the downfalls that both science, like what I refer to as science, mm-hmm. so I, I consider science physics, biology, and chemistry. I can, th- I can get you to throw but, in... All right, all right, all right. Poli-sci. Poli-sci? Yes. What do you mean? So political okay. science... Geometry... Now I consider geometry and math as well, sorry. So political science is a science because if you say it's method, mm-hmm. right, 
in me being a student of political science myself, mm-hmm. you actually is a field called comparative politics, mm-hmm. which uses um, which uses a little bit of hints of anthropology mm-hmm. to be able and also linguistics and different cultural factors mm-hmm. to get to very accurate predictions. Yeah, but econ does the same society. thing, dude. Well, of the paths of society and... The path of society from the past to the present. Yes. So you can guarantee the path to the present by looking at the past. I can look at the past and how they operate. Mm-hmm. I can determine cultural values. I can look at the current conditions that that society is facing. As comparative politics, politician, it's a lot. this whole thing takes for this, I can make what I believe to be an accurate prediction of those of let's say the path that that society can choose. Okay, so I I disagree with that because when it that that way of looking at studying the past falls victim to the problem of induction because you only see the past once and you can't really know how much something in the past affects the present. Yeah, and that's why also look we have molecular science almost no experiment is singular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, You're supposed to repeat experiments, but I, I will say gotta, that doesn't always happen. Compared to yeah, politics, really, you got to repeat experiments. Do you ever see the time? Yes. The time. I think they should run experiments on smaller scales. Oh, they, yeah, they do. Like that's, I feel like that's like, so I'm a states' right person. Yeah. So I think we should have states' rights to do that because I do think the legalization of marijuana or like the Portugal experiment, those should happen in isolated areas just to be careful and then more people can try things gradually and then you know it's kind of like a trial and error process well yeah we're already in that trial and error process yeah we'll, like we'll be in it because we're like but why not yeah. give everyone the option though you know what i mean like i do think ultimately what do you mean give everyone the option as far as your example of like with uh say like legalization of marijuana yeah. like having it in certain places but illegal in others yeah yeah well i mean i do think it's is i i, I just think when you're gonna make grand scale changes that you should do it slowly. Like, I do think more I, I, changes I need to be made in the culture as well yeah. before drug legalization. Oh, yeah. It's like, I feel like we need to talk more about the kids, and school needs to do this as well, but help kids understand how drugs work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, just the biology behind them. And it same with diet as well. Class. Yeah, it's like... Well, that just kind of goes back to the agenda that we have. I, well, it's, is it agenda, though, if you're just bringing, like, all right, bringing no, no. the facts? No, no, I'm saying, like, what you're saying would avoid the agenda. You think it would? I think to an extent. I mean, I think think it would too. I think the way we're looking at it now is like the government has. Look at the scheduling system. That's just a perfect example of an agenda. Like the scheduling system. Oh yeah, for drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. total. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's an agenda. And also, was even why is it there still? But it was even shittier. Like I said, it was even shittier. It disproportionately affects people that aren't white. No, I think yeah, and I think it disproportionately affects white people as well. Yeah, and I think it disproportionately affects the any individual that wants to do something that's not what the government says. But I do, I would totally agree that in the past, politicians did use the war on drugs to prosecute minorities. Mm-hmm. But I do think that you know the low level police officers, like they thought marijuana was like bad or something like that. Well, also, like you got to understand the internet wasn't around. People yeah. kind of just took what the government and what the media well, as well said well, for granted. They, then why did well, the police wrong. officers? I know. Yeah, okay. It is. Then why did he, if you think that's gone, why is it that the police officers in some areas care more than others? What do you about, mean care? About, the, what, like, right. about the drugs. About the drugs. Okay, I do. So you said marijuana was dangerous, and that's where they're trying to... No, 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 no. I said in the past. In the past. I wouldn't say now. Um, I wouldn't say now. In some areas, the departments will I still totally, treat it like that. No, I totally, I totally agree, but it's less widespread now. Okay, so then... We now have an issue of agenda here. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? 
some people are still furthering that agenda. I agree. Yep. I agree, and I I don't know why, because I think everyone yeah. would benefit from an agenda. I don't like know. That. I don't know why. One. All right. So, uh, like Obama, well, I looked at. So I found out who appoints the DA, the pre, the head of the DA. The president appoints the head of the DA, oh, yeah. then the Senate confirms it. Mm-hmm. So Obama's head of the DA. Obama was pretty lenient on marijuana hey, policies. He, you know, he was up. His proponent. Yeah, he was. He was He's doing uh, more than that. Yeah, yeah. But his his Bro his um, appointment for the DEA, which was unanimously mm-hmm. elected by Senate, was someone that uh, disagreed with his policy. She was less uh, lenient than him. Mm-hmm. She was more in favor of what was happening, and he appointed her, and she was unanimously elected. What I think should be happening, which would make change more uh, likely to happen, was elect some of the heads of these federal departments. Think yeah. about who the president has to appoint, how many departments he has. I feel like those things should be no, but elected. You, no, 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 but when you get a... Like, imagine if we could elect the head of the DEA. Well, in some cases, right, while these It's are, like a sheriff. Well, it's like a national sheriff. Kind. Well, it, there yeah. is kind of an election process, because when you appoint these people, they have to be vetted by Congress and yeah. like the Senate. And but I feel like they that doesn't be, always they happen. Have to, they have to be confirmed. Yeah. And they should... The confirmation was where well, you get to grill them and everything like that and determine... Yeah, I don't really person. know how that process works. Well, the Senate has to vote that says, we confirm this person, we don't confirm yeah. this person. Yeah, but then again... The I feel like it doesn't get, like, attention at all. Like, I didn't even know that happened until you see, a few days some ago. Confir- see, this is where it gets political. Because some confirmations, right, mm-hmm. if whoever's the majority in the Senate so can saying. push it along. Of course. Or still, can stifle it. Still so it's not really, there's still bias there. There's still bias there. No, there is. But the, the, what I'm saying was the head of the Senate was also part of Obama's party. Yeah, you see and what I mean? I feel like there's, like, this group of people that, like, mm-hmm. like why, why do they, like, aren't these people supposed to be the people all about freedom? Like, yeah. On both sides. You know, exactly. And why do they say that? Like, do that. And it's because... Because it's so obvious at this point that no one wants something like this. The spoils. Yep. Ever heard of the spoils system? Yeah, yeah. When and you go to war and you... Like, no, no, not war. In oh. American politics. Andrew Jackson created the okay. spoils system where he was like, you know what? I can appoint all these people from my party the heads of these departments. Oh, right. And that's how it started. So Andrew and so, Jackson expanded government. And it was yeah. basically like cronyism. Yeah, it was cronyism. Okay. And so another political platform that gets tied in here is if your party won and you were linked to any of these departments, you'd probably get a good job. True, And true. so this is where... You kind of have to buy in. Yeah, this is where Andrew Jackson kind of stabs the American system and leaves the knife yeah. in. Because uh, yeah, now we have, we have corporatism and cronyism. I didn't, I didn't know that it was Andrew Jackson who was responsible for that. Yeah, I hate that fuck. <laughs> yeah. He's a bad guy. Yeah. 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 He's the worst, dude. Yeah. Is he on the 20? Yeah, he is on the twenty. He's very tough. Yeah, he is way on the twenty though. When was he president? I sound so uneducated right now. Oh, but I just need the year. I don't know the top of my head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know he did the Trail of Tears as well. Yeah. Um. He did not like Native Americans. Flagrant yeah. racist. Yeah. yeah. He was a, a lot guy. of people were like racism was so widespread during that time. Oh, if you think oh, about yeah. it, segregation was only sixty years ago, but the world has changed so much in those, mm. in those like only sixty years. Mm-hmm. Like, like literally think about like how. Like, how bad it used to be and how different things are now. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, y- yes, but I also, I'm going to push back on that a little bit, too. Okay. I think that there's a lot of remnants of Yeah, I do think so, yeah. too. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, so, so you like, think the institutionalized racism is a thing? In, well, I would have to ask your definition of that. Okay, so. I, all right. It's when the, so the policies and practices of this institution mm-hmm. on some level discriminate or 
treat the citizens of the same nation differently. I totally agree. But my question is, if there are different outcomes between groups, mm -hmm. just because there's a different outcome, can you conclude that that's discrimination? Uh, I think it depends what resulted in the yeah. outcome. You know, well, like what led up to the outcome. Institutionalized wisdom, okay. I, link it to institu I link it to institution, and I also link it to this was done consciously. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. a big sort of... Yeah, like you, it's like yeah. you're like basically like cheating. And it's like, I'd say. I like, you're, like it's like I, it says, I want to screw you. Yeah, I want this to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. for sure. But my problem is that like they, they're like, there'll be these sound bites mm. where they take like an infographic, I'm gonna call it propaganda, yeah, mm -hmm. where it just shows a disparity and then automatically they assume that it's discrimination. Yeah, no, I see. In the present. And from the past. Mm -hmm. And really, if we're going to talk about discrimination in the present, we need to talk about, like, what exactly that looks like and how does it affect people. Mm -hmm. And so this is where if we can – I see exactly what you mean and I agree. And if we can do the anthropology and the sociology and link it to a particular set of procedures and actions mm – -hmm our privileges given one group over another mm -hmm. or disadvantages levied on one group over another, mm -hmm. we can then conclude that it's institutionalized racism. Yeah, yeah. For example, you know that um, the United States, due to racism, will lose, loses one trillion, will lose between um, 2020 and 2024, one trillion, between $1 trillion and $1.5 trillion. They lost GDP. it because of racism. G due, due to, to racism. GDP. Yeah. Due to, due to racism. Due, due to racism. Yeah, because if, if there's racism, then you're holding people behind. Yeah. If yeah. You're, like, your, your skin color says nothing about your merit. And so that should be a push for equal, that should be a push for equal opportunity. Yeah. So there's, okay, yeah. I want to do stress the difference between equal opportunity and equality yeah. of outcome. Because you see, because the French Revolution and mm -hmm. communism were all about equality of outcome. And you can't yeah. assure that. So, yeah, you can't. I agree. Yeah, the French Revolution reminds me of a lot of the communist revolution because it was all based on egalitarianism. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and it just like the movement kind of consumed itself mm -hmm. in both yep. cases. When, when the we're just hyper up, when multiple leaders end up on the chopping block by their own people. Yeah, they were using a guillotine. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude, they're... Yeah, I'd probably oh, learn about more about the French Revolution as well. Yeah, but going back to what I was saying, that's how where the institutionalized racism bubbles up from this. So you think institutionalized racism in the past affects well, things in the present? I think so. Yes. Yeah, I totally agree. Yes. Yeah. And see, that's why we're having that trillion so to one trillion dollar loss. So one of the things that I yeah. would argue, like, Fuck. so, all right, one I, of the big talking points, especially with everything going on right now, is like black on black crime. Yeah. So take that for an example. I think that something like black on black crime directly results from the systems we had in place to stifle yeah. The lack advance. Okay. I, I completely agree. You know what I mean? I, you, you basically set well. up a ghetto and it's the mini Hunger Games. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no. It's horrible how people have to live. So there needs to be a future where they break from that. Where they, yeah. The, the real question is how do you get people to break from that? I don't know. Public schools, obviously, educating people. Yeah. But um, look at inner city schools, dude. Yeah. The real problem is, like, what I find with that, that claim is that violence was more prominent in the past when like I don't think that violence today is a result of discrimination today there was more violence in the past there was more violence now when mm -hmm. obviously there's less discrimination mm -hmm. but there was less violence in the past when there was discrimination okay 
Yeah, so the, one of the things with Reconstruction, the reason why I love it so... Well, don't love it. Fuck. Yeah. I fucked nah. that up. I fucked that <laughs> I up. I hope not. I fucked that up. It makes me sad, but I need to study yeah. it. Um, is the United States was ready to rebuild all its institutions mm-hmm. to truly treat people the same, mm-hmm. but they never killed... They That process was stopped. So the, the racist cancer is still at its core, right? Yeah. And so that's why I think we have more violence and less... We have less overt discrimination. We have less person-to-person So you think discrimination is basically, correct me if I'm wrong, happening behind doors. It's happening... It's happening Rather than overtly, but it's still yeah, there. It's still there. It's still there. Okay. Um, and it can, be, it, it can be because certain procedures didn't change, certain practices didn't change... Or even certain... I would just say individuals. Yeah, certain individuals individuals didn't change. Granted, where we live, it's not like, you know, deep south, you know, abundant racism. Yeah, people in the south are racist. Yeah. Yeah. Stop flying the Confederate flag. Exactly. They got smacked as well. Yeah, I mean, come on, like, really? Like, we literally burned the entire south. (laughs) Not we. I don't know if any of my my ancestors fought in the Civil War. If we were in, like, here... Yeah. Like the North kicked the South's ass. Oh, it was, it was a blowout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank <laughs> God, too. Yeah. That, like, that, the kid, whoever is flying that flag, your heroes are fucking losers. Yeah. yeah. There's a, like people from the South, there's like a stereotype they're dumb, but it's like they are just like dumb. Oh, bro. Well, like, if you think about it, you can fly a Confederate flag for Christ's sake. Yeah. And they try to play it off like, yeah, it's like states' rights. Like, it's the don't tread on me flag. Yeah. Like, dude, not at all. It's, dude. No, it's, it's a puppet show. It's a puppet show because. With the whole Confederacy thing, they like the rich people were pulling the the rich Southerners, the plantation owners were pulling mm-hmm. all the strings. Yeah, and when they lose, they didn't want to feel like shit. Yeah, yeah. that's and why so, they, I, that, I heard that's why they had the statues of um, yeah the Confederate leader because it was like yeah. it was a it was like propaganda basically. Yeah, it's propaganda. Yeah, it'd so be do like. You, do you know. think something like removing Confederate statues is like an attempt to rewrite history, or do you think that it's a way to make the future better, like or both? I think it's both, but all right. The thing with the Confederate statues, mm-hmm. um, people need to like know where they what they stood for. Yeah, people need to know what they stood for. Like they, they like all right. This is gonna sound like the like we need to know that something that bad could happen. Mm-hmm. Like we need and to actually happened. know what it looked like. So mm-hmm. why not? And the like, statue is part of that. Why not put them all in a museum then? True. Yeah. I see. That's right. I feel like both. Like if you're in an area where like things are rough. And, like, all right, say, like, there's a policeman that's racist and he held someone down. The whole community knows about this policeman and tearing that statue down is, like, a symbol that you overcame that. I think, like, that makes total sense. But people need to, like, taking racist books out of libraries is a little different from that because people need to know what it looked like. Yeah. People need to know that it was such a widespread see, accepted that's thing. Why I mean, that's what was so evil exist, it. But they got to be annotated. No. It's like, no, 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 no. no, no, no. But I mean, no. Someone has to say that, like, yeah, it's kind of fucked. No. Well... No, the racist no, no, no. book. <laughs> I think no, because the individual can come to that conclusion on its own. And they, should, they, well, I think they unless, right, wide, right. unless widespread like acceptance. Yeah, unless so there's widespread yeah. acceptance. Well, that's yeah. the whole thing with all right in mimetic warfare. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're using offensive memes to normalize their beliefs. That, okay. So like yeah, to normalize their beliefs. Okay. So now right. you laugh at it at, instead of saying, at, "Oh, that's look at the, Have you ever okay. seen the um, Holocaust memorial in? I don't, can't remember what part of Germany, but. The one that is literally has it's just like what would represent tombstones, like just literally. That's a, a bunch of no names. You would if you were just walking through and you saw it, you would have no idea it was about the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. So, how 
but people think it's like extremely well done. So do you need something like a statue to say? No, I don't. I don't think because I, I think that, I don't think you do. That could be more of a yeah. cultural thing with what you say about yeah, it. That's yeah, that's what I think so too. Because and like if people feel that way, like I'm not going to stop. Like like I'd probably be down for tearing down a Confederate yeah. statue. You know what I would right? do? I would take all the actual statues out of there, but the plaques. You could hang them up in a museum and show like how yeah. widespread. Yeah, it is. like a Civil War museum. Like, but the, the only plaques thing on those stands where those statues are, I would leave that because then you walk by and you see like, oh, this person existed. Yeah. But obviously he's not here. Because like could yeah. could you without. Know, any sort of, like you were talking about, like annotating something, would it be possible to forget about something like the Holocaust for society? We or shouldn't. Not? I don't think it's, they should. It's bad. No, no, I'm not saying they should. I'm not saying they should not, by any yeah. I think but it like, should if, not. If it's not... We need to if, know if, that that's possible. If it's not talked about and if it's not acknowledged, yeah, it's will not, it eventually just fade away? Yeah, naturally. I like think, the, I think it will genocide. eventually fade away. I think it will eventually fade away, but the, I feel like there will, sadly, I'm a pessimist, there will mm-hmm. always be something else well, that happens yeah, that yeah, people will look yeah. at kind of like as that thing. So then they'll well, probably the remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like they're remembering the concept, yeah, okay, but exactly. unfortunately at a yeah. different event. Well, yeah. if you want to see that in real time, look at what Turkey does to people. Yeah, they just deny all When they bring up the Armenian genocide. It's literally the biggest stay example of gaslighting I've yep. ever seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And most of the populace in parts of Turkey are like, yeah, no, this didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Armenia is one of those weird countries, too, where we were talking about how it's like, it's like in the middle. Like yeah. It's got its own culture where it's like kind of Russian, yeah. kind of like Jewish, Middle Eastern. You know, you know it's kind of wild. There's this space between Azerbaijan and mm-hmm. Armenia, which they're still fighting over. Really? Right. And it, the fact that people are fighting over land in 2020 also amazes me, too. What's crazy is there, there was actually a shooting war for a couple of weeks in 2016 mm-hmm. when that occurred. And Israel Israel was giving weapons to uh, Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. And then Russia was giving weapons to Armenia. Yeah, so, like, the, 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 the tables just flipped. Mm-hmm. How do you make a system that... I guess one of the... I don't want to sound like a communist, like communism sympathizer, but <laughs> ideally, if communism the red could somehow work, like I think it would be good. But the problem is, how is there a way to like do that without incentive? You know what I mean? Like, will people just inherently? I think if they get pushed to, a, if it's but like, all right, look at communism. Everyone contributes. There's no like salary differences because everyone's in well. There are actually well. More. No, I'm saying I'm communism on paper, not communism in practice. It's I don't think it's possible on paper like that. But I do. That's think, what I'm saying though. Like, like you, so ultimately, the would you say like the equalizer in salary? What's the salary for? Ultimately, to get you stuff. So if you make stuff, but like there's no like, like if everyone can get stuff. Mm-hmm. Everyone can get the same stuff, and the salary kind of doesn't matter. That left, I think that's part of the point. Of Which is what I mean. Technological like, advancement helps you get more stuff, mm-hmm. or get stuff easier than you would have in the past. But don't you think people, and I think this is one of the big problems of communism, okay. is without incentive, why would you work? All right, so like you're gonna have, I dude. Think I feel like I, actually, I feel like we're just programmed work without to work. incentive. I, I, think, I think you can. I think there's internal incentive, definitely internal motivation, which is keeping but, your life. But I think inherently, yeah. But that's like a problem with communism. No, 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 no. Kill people. No, no, no. no, 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 no Consider this. Uh-huh. It's not communism, communism would work in a would. would I don't the think only it would space, work in any situation. Yeah, the only space where it could exist. I mean, quite literally, is if every day is an instance of life and death. The elements are so harsh that every day is life and death survival. Oh, so people, when that mm-hmm. happens, people so it's like we ha- So it's like, oh my God, so we have to together, work together or mm-hmm. I'm dead. But like, like, okay. we that's, that's one of the... Yeah, I agree with if that. If there's a moon base, it's going to be a 
One of the, the biggest like, classic, moon base. classic economic. But I think at some levels it falls apart. One of yeah, the like, big, principles of, big principles of economics is owning property. Mm-hmm. So yeah. economically, why is so? All right, I guess here's a better way to phrase this: Why is economics as a field becoming progressively more liberal? Which typically, yeah. the more liberal you get, you would associate with something like communism. Yeah, socialism. I I actually don't like the terms liberal. I don't either. Or Cause, cause, can we talk about new terms? How we would label things based yeah. on criteria? Yeah. yeah. Should we just make up a word to label uh, like well, how we perceive the political axis? I would say progress. Um, I I would I wouldn't use liberal or conservative. I'd use progressive and conservative. I wouldn't use progressive and conservative either. I don't like either because a conservative person would change marijuana legalization. So they're not conserving the the the. No, state. but being in terms of value. And then the term progressive oh. also talks about. Like, the, the meaning is baked into both of those terms. It is. Like, I feel like you need cool. a new word to just... And what people call liberals today aren't, like, liberals now. Mm. Yeah. And conservatives today aren't, like, conservatives it's, it's, yesterday. It's entirely Or conservatives subjective. in other countries. Dude, a, liberal, yeah. a liberal here is, like, could be a moderate in Europe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or, yeah. or yeah. even in the United States. Like, like a liberal in Cali versus a liberal here. Yeah. Or a Republican here versus a Republican That's what I'm saying. Like, the, the, the terms... The terms they're not all encompassing. Yeah. Like there's so yeah, many not. different layers of liberalism yeah. and conservatism that like they even fight against you. I like straight up liberalism and the free market cuz like the free market kind of came handle hand along with uh liberalism, liber- liberalism yeah. like freedom and democracy mm-hmm. cuz one of the things they say about private property is if you don't have private property and the government can get just confiscate it then you're not going to say stuff cuz if you say stuff against the government then they'll just confiscate it. Mm-hmm. Like if they have the right to control your property they can ultimately control you. Yeah. Now think about this. If if I hate to use the term that we don't want to use, but if economics no, is becoming more term, liberal, dude. right, and it's leaning towards communism, I think at some point they're like, we can't redistribute the stuff. That doesn't work. But I wonder if we can make more stuff and give it out for and make it easier to get. Yeah, that's basically like. It's like, why don't we make more instead of redistributing what we have? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, could Why? lead to waste. Like, yeah, you don't want anything True. to go to waste. True. I think we should, like... Like, if there's more supply than demand, yeah, I mean, what do you do with extra product, no you know? There's no point in making it. Yeah. Yeah, it's drinking it out. It's but not then, economic. if you have extra product, you got to find a market that you're going to buy that product. What if so there's you no give market? The market. Mm. There's no market, there's no market. But if there is one that you just haven't broken into, you got to give it access. The so real you question... free trade? You're, you're pro-free trade, you think? Yeah. Free trade is good. I don't like tariffs. Trump is... Yeah. I consider Trump running a welfare state and... I don't like tariffs. I, yeah, I just consider Trump runs a welfare state and a protectionist market. I don't think there should be protectionism. You see, that's Because why it discriminates against people in other countries and unskilled workers. That's yeah. also the whole thing. And also with the tariff, right? Mm-hmm. You know, for example, the tariff that was supposed to protect the soybean farmers, mm-hmm. hurt the soybean farmers... But yeah, stuff backfires all yeah, the time. Yeah, it backfires. And then also policy. with some protectionism, the industry you protect, they they don't want to innovate. Mm-hmm. They get paid not to innovate. What do you like? Can you give a specific example? Because I'm farmers. 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 Why would they not innovate? They can sell more. Because yeah, they, dude, they get subsidized for corn. Yeah, they get so subsidized. Why would they? Why would they, 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 so they, like, why they switch crops? Corn? Exactly. Why don't you, you use mean? more efficient crops? Dude? corn is not an efficient crop. It actually, kind of is. It's a canned plant. Okay, it's efficient but, in the sense of... I don't know yes. anything about farming, so I'm, I'm I can't talking, really okay. say what's efficient. I, when I look at efficiency, I think of from like a like a wood to hemp. 
hemp's yeah. more efficient than yeah. wood because it can do more. No, I see. I see what you mean. Yeah, I agree. I like, agree. Can it though? Well, you can't build anything out of corn. You definitely can't. <laughs> I don't think corn's efficient for the human body. It's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's, that's what I'm also tying in here. Like we make road corn, corn syrup. You know what I mean? Like it's not good yeah, for you. no. Wait, all wait. right. Sugar is as bad as alcohol and controversial mm-hmm. opinion. The, the controversial so sugar is so alcohol. Well, alcohol is sugar. What do you mean? You know, one of the one of the alcohol best. is a drug, and then when I'm talking about sugar, I'm talking about glucose. Like they're yeah, different but, molecules. But, you see, but they cause some of the same effects. Yeah, in you, their need, body. you need the sugar for the fermentation, man. Yeah, no. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fuel for the bacteria, but then they change it into something else. Yeah. So, so you can alcohol is just drug sugar. Yeah, it's drugs. Yeah, but it's a totally different form of sugar, dude. Yeah, I didn't know, but if you... Yeah, it evolved. Yeah, it's simple. It's simple. Evolved sugar. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I forgot where we were going with that. We were talking about efficiency efficiency. in farming. Oh, yeah. I do think the way they treat farm animals is messed up. Yeah, it's fucked up. One thing I have about vegetarians is, like, what if, like... Like, I feel like they're almost too uncompromising. Where I heard vegetarians were shaming people that only ate like once a week and that might not be the minority but if you're only eating meat once a week mm-hmm. you're still reducing your meat so yeah. much i say reduce consumption it's like yeah it's like you're on the same side but i think if vegetarians or someone came out with a list of like this brand of meat treats their animals the best i would love i'd that. buy it yeah i would dig it like Find i feel like there's table, should, one of the parts of a free market i do think is necessary is that uh whenever you have a product you have to list everything about it because as a consumer, you're also buying the information about how the product was made. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you're voting with your dollar. Yeah, you are. And it was also because you're not just buying the product itself; you're buying buying the the society that the product is also starting to create. Or you'd actually you'd actually love this. There's something that you can do. It's called a farm share. A farm share. Yeah, well, I can. Basically, Sounds like communism. It's I'm actually, thinking of the cool no, no, accusation. No, no, you work. You work. <laughs> it's, in, it's like a CSA farm share, but. You work, and you when you work on this farm, you volunteer, and you get a portion of the harvest. At oh, the that's end, cool! At the end of the at the end of your cycle, so some people do this, and they get a lot of farm to table ingredients. But every week, you take home a little bit of the harvest. Mm-hmm. Have so you been to one? I almost signed up to do it one summer. I would try that. Yeah, it'd be dope. But ideally, but wouldn't you have to have? Do you have to have like means to like sustain your, sustain yourself? I you. No, I mean you, you still need a job. Like how? No, you still need a job because like, it's a. You still I understand the idea. Like, you volunteer, you get what you, you know, some of what you put in. Yeah. It's like a profit But this, this isn't a career, but this is like, if I wanted really good farm-to-table food for technically free, uh, i just give up some time that I could be making money. But time money. is money, dude. Time is money. Think um, about the opportunity. Don't reduce it to money, though. Yeah, but think it's about more it. than money. It's, it's more than time. Money. I no it's longer, I, I get good food that I don't have to pay for out of pocket. Yeah, but... Dude, I'm just thinking about the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You so, got to think about the opportunity. You, you got to evaluate. Yeah, I'm thinking the opportunity. Way more efficient things through time. Than exactly. The opportunity cost here. Like, I get it. If you, that's why I'm saying, like, if you have all the money in the world, all the time in the oh, world, dude, do it definitely all go for it. But like, you know what I mean, it's a matter of preference. Yeah, basically. exactly. Yeah. Or if you know you're homeless and you want to work for no, food, no, no literally, yeah. we should have that too. Yeah. If we're gonna grow yeah. food everywhere, like we said yeah. before, have homeless people pick it. You know, you have a regular nine to five job, and on your weekends, you're like, you know what, I'm gonna. Work out and work on the farm. That's what my dad does, but the farm is just the lawn. It's his <laughs> hobby, just mowing the lawn. He's <laughs> riding around his tractor. Yeah, nah, no, he doesn't. He doesn't have the tractor anymore. He just has like the, the little push thing. Whose yeah. idea was it to care about a lawn? Think it was a sign of wealth. Thing. Yeah. All right, a, all right. It's I'm, a European thing. I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah, I think it started in France, but I'm gonna have my lawn made of moss. 
Dude, that actually would be dope. I never have to cut it. Yep, uh, carpet. And it probably, yeah, it'd feel fuzzy. Oh, no, no, but here's it'd the thing. Like it gets wet. It's going to be spongy. It's going to start. Yeah, I don't want to be slipping. It'd have to be like thick, like yeah. moss. Yeah, how are you going to play touch rugby on the moss? <laughs> the All right, so rugby fields are kind of, the golf is like grass. Okay. Have you ever been on like a golf course? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not around here, but in other countries, it's like grass. Really? Yeah, it's some fine grass, honestly. Like it felt different stepping really? out. Oh, different wow. than turf, yeah. Wow. Like, if I'm going to have a lawn, like, I would make it of that grass. Yep. Yeah. Actually. What if so, you crossbred that in moss? It'd be kind of dope. And speaking of, like, grass, I never thought that, like, yo, there's, there's different varieties of, like, long grass. Yeah. And whatever oh, yeah. grass, long grass they had at Rocky Hill never turned brown, and it never will, like, it never was not green, even mm-hmm. in the winter. Damn. And I was like, wow, that's some expensive ass grass. I was gonna yeah. say when they charge thirty five k. Yeah, it's for the school. fucking, they it's for the dope grass. It's all going to the grass. It's all going to the grass. All the money. Oh man. Ah, uh, also that's what I wondered about my college too. Like, how much is groundskeeping? Because they mow the lawn like yeah, dude, up right. until there's snow on the ground. One of, one of the reasons I'm also for the free market is because of colleges. Because I honestly view the government as responsible. I think there's a college bubble right now, but I think that colleges. They get subsidies, so they're not held to the same economic standards as your average citizen. Mm-hmm. They don't have to think about efficiently as much to survive, so they waste a ton of money. Oh, yeah. But in the free market, though, wouldn't you think that the demand is so high for college that colleges would be able to charge? I think the just... demand would go down if you're in a free market. The government's subsidizing loans. No, no I understand that. It's yeah. a terrible system. I'm not yeah. disagreeing. Yeah. Right, right. I'm thinking but, I think oh, about endowments. What I'm thinking is... I don't know what those are. Oh, that's like... Colleges actually getting subsidized. They get money from the government mm-hmm. to do like research and stuff like that. But your endowment. I don't think those should happen either. Well, the thing is, with your endowment is that like Harvard has a huge endowment. Mm-hmm. And Harvard just like renovates and gets more stuff for their students, right? Yeah. Colleges can be wasteful with their endowment. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I'm should just, be used for research. I'm just saying, in a in a free market, what's saying that like the price of college wouldn't be the same because colleges are competing on price. Oh, yeah. yeah it could, it right. could be the same. So like, yeah. Yeah. How would we know if it wouldn't be the same? But think about it. Colleges Is there a way? You wouldn't? Actually, uh, I, think, I, feel like you, I feel like you could. Maybe if you created a model. I guess you a could. A good model. What makes a good model is a cool question. Because I feel question. like there's something that's universal around yeah. all models, no matter what field you're in. I feel like there are some common things that all models inherit, which makes them good models. Yeah, you have to have logic with it, because with comparative politics, right? Be the factors that you... is testable... The fact that you look at it, right? Mm-hmm. There is an example that doesn't work where ice cream causes murder. Mm-hmm. Well, you actually, it might, I believe it that. It might, but you know what? High fructose corn syrup. Mm. You have to have a variable in there which you can test, which they kind of, I wouldn't say they have in common, but will logically link A to B. All right. Know how the laws of physics change when you get so small? Yeah. What if they change when you get big? And then wait, wait, wait. wait. So wait. science relies on a reductionist system. Mm-hmm. What if once, once like enough things get together, what if the system changes its laws as well? Like the bigger a system gets, the more its laws change. So in physics, you have quantum physics, then you have classical physics. It's based so. on the size of the particle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think about that with psychology too. Yeah. I think in groups, people behave differently. No, they do. Uh, and and alone. That's what I part kind of study is mass action. Mm-hmm. Part of my field is kind of looking at that because, you know, like with social revolutions and stuff like that, they all kind of need the component of mass action. I think mm-hmm. that mass action both makes people smart mm-hmm. when they get it 
when they get charged about it morally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a thinking part that has to be in there too. But I also think mass action makes people dumb um, when they react and they don't organize. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about something that I think people is relevant to right now. So, free market. What? No. No, no. no just, just listen. To this. We're going to listen to this. Do you think that the government should be able to do something like a mask mandate? A mask what? Mandate. mandate. For, for what? Depends on what right, it is. Right now. A mask mandate? Yeah. Where every, so say, say Biden gets elected. One of the first things he does is he creates a mask mandate. Every person in public. Oh, has a mask one. mandate. Correct. Wearing a mask. No, I don't think he has the authority to do that. You don't think so? No. If we're, is it not right, funding right. the economy? Why? No, no, that's not even the question. It's that the individual has the authority to decide what they wear. But do they? If they could, they even... totally do. Yes, they, they do. But yes. not, I don't think in the time of pandemic. I, I, I think they do. I think you have to lose rights. I think. No. I think the government. Oh, right to... no! Yeah, wait, 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 wait! No! They, wait, no. Can we tailor this a little bit? You did not Mass say mandate. That. Which mandates? There's a clause in there that says this will only exist until a until a vaccine exists. And worse. All right, if it's time limited, it time limited. I do like I that love idea. time limited legislation. I love like that, that idea. It's dope. But I think politicians would honestly never do that. But if I were a politician, I'd be like, yeah. You know, if you're a politician, that's what you want so, to do. So yeah. you yeah. think there are situations where the I've, government has the right to? So in the free market, there's the spontaneous <laughs> order. Have you guys heard of that? Yeah. Yep. So it's basically individuals just get together and act. And it's you. You don't need the government to tell you this. You just put your mask on. Yeah, People yeah, don't yeah. though. Look at the South, dude. Well, and well, I don't think it's getting worse. Actually, no, no, no. It's getting worse even without, because California did not stop lockdown, and they had a spike. Are they wearing the masks, though? I, well, I don't have pictures? numbers on masks. Another, uh, like, numbers I just, on masks. Dude, if people, if it were the Black Plague, and people heard that masks helped stop the spread, they would wear them. <laughs> but they've heard that masks help stop the spread, and they're, they're choosing idiots. not to wear it's them. Dumb masks, dude. We're not wearing them right now. We could all have corona. We are, like, we're taking these dumbasses. But here's the thing, though. Here's how I look at it. Yeah, you're right. But I'm not going out. <laughs> I'm not going out of my way to look. Yeah, stop. No, yeah. no mask in the podcast. Uh, uh, I was like, yo, I was going to pull Bandanas only. <laughs> but I feel like that's a risk. No, nah, I'd go with that. Bandanas yeah. only. I like the bandana. Just started wearing it. It's orange. Mm. I don't have it down here, but. I don't know. I think there's, like, a system of trust. In the fact, I guess if you don't know, wait, shame, say, shame. It's a good question. Norms. Shame can upset norms. I agree, but no, no, helps. I upset. It helps what? Helps set norms. Shame helps set norms. I totally disagree. Well, you know, because the Catholic Church has been shaming people to not have sex, and for thousands of years, people have still. Ben having sex. That's true. But it's full of sex, though. It's sex. It's wired in there, bro. You literally, like, have to it's do it. It's wired, but you know what? We're no, I... It's not wired, but... but tribalism like, is. shaming people who are not wearing masks. I think that... All right. It works. I do agree. Like, if I want someone... Like, if I want... Like, if someone were around my grandma not wearing a mask, it'd be like... Yeah, you make them feel like shit. Yeah, but they wear a mask. Yeah. But it's, if I'm, like, around my friends, like, I'm not going to... Sh- like, I feel like shame... I know what you're saying. It can be a tool. I mean, only in public. Like, in, in public. No, nah, no. Nah, I think it's only a tool you can use when you, like, know someone. So so why wouldn't everyone... It's hear- not a mass action tool, I would say. So why... Why... Okay. I guess this comes out of just a bigger question of why are people irrational? So in this example, like, you... Why are people... All right. I think of... I want to have a new right definition back. of rationality, though. Okay. After you say this. Because I think rationality... 
You kind of think about it in the economic model terms, but rationality is really just what keeps you alive. So if something kept, I think about it from an evolutionary perspective. So if something kept us alive in the past, mm-hmm. it would keep us alive today. Mm-hmm. Like, or we would have those like, this sounds pseudoscience-y, but like genes or epigenetics or culture that would like keep keeping us alive. But if it kept us alive in the past, I don't know. It could harm us in the present. Uh-huh. I totally okay. agree. All yeah. right. That's what I was going to say. Like, um, it's no guarantee. Yeah. Like, I, like, the craving for sugar or, like, the desire for sugar. In the past, fruit was rare. It was, like, a mm-hmm. commodity. Yeah. So when you came across fruit, you wanted to get as many as you want, right? right? And yeah. then now we have so much sugar that we're eating too much sugar and it's killing us. Yeah. Hmm. I, try, I take the evolutionary biologist. I don't consider that a science either, actually. Because no. that only deals in theories, and you can't really disprove them. It's kind of like old psychology, like Freud and stuff like that, where you make conjectures, and then once mm-hmm. new information comes out, you kind of like change them. Okay. It's not like science, I'd say. But it uses discoveries from science to make those conjectures. But I don't so think the conjectures some... are testable. Do you think you could ever disprove the existence of something like a god? Do you think you could ever disprove the existence of something like a god? Because I think one of the big Catholic arguments is that, like, you can't prove that it's wrong, so... You can prove that it's wrong. You think so? I think so, yeah. I think so, too. Like, that God's... Like, like it depends on, like, what they say is wrong. I think that the thing is, like, what's saying we won't someday have... Be able to somehow discover that there wasn't a god. You know what I mean? I just think it's impossible to say that definitively we wouldn't be able to disprove it. It's... I... But what would be the criteria for disproving that? Like, where does the burden of proof lie on something like God would be a better question? Yeah. But then if you were to start disproving, you would just start from there. And God has so many different definitions, though, so... Yeah. That's why I don't know. Like, I take... Like, the way I thought about God in the past is different than than I think about God now. Like, I consider God everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I don't know if God mandates morals. That's the question I really have. Like, Mm -hmm. does God want? I don't know. Or does that just not even exist? That's a good question. Hmm. I wonder how far we are into this. Don't check your phone. I, no I don't want to know. I didn't even see what my mom said then. Oh, you broke the no this... phone rule podcast. You both did? I had to get in the time at this time. No time. Okay. Be in no man's land. I won't tell you. Yeah, what are we on now? Uh, we were talking about can you disprove the existence of God? Yes. Okay. How? Using what? We haven't found it yet. I do. One argument I do like that I got from Catholicism was the prime mover. Thing. Yep. Yes, I'm a I'm a prime mover person. Like. Because I feel like it's just inherent to believe in causality. You know what I mean? I feel like God just wound it up, right? God created science, wound it up, let it do its thing. Yeah, like God so created like, these you're laws. Like a, what the, is that, deism? Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of like that too. Deism? The Calvinists were also like that too, but they're yeah. like opposite. Yeah, but they also believe in like predestination. I yeah. yeah, I don't think but it's that's predestination. that's kind of what determinism is. Yeah. And what deism is. But it's like, it's not, it's predestination as in what you live, maybe not the afterlife part, I guess. I think I'd consider myself agnostic. Yeah. You I, don't think you do you what when you mean agnostic? Do you mean that it lies outside of the boundaries of human knowledge? Like you'll never be able to know? I wouldn't say as much. I'd never be able to know. I just, on a personal level, don't know if I. I don't believe that. I don't know how to explain it. Like, 
I guess I believe that I can't say whether there's a God or not at the point yeah, that we'll I'm at right now. Yeah, we'll get there when we get there. Because I don't, I just, I'm doubtful, but I would want to How do you wanna, define like, God? Like, what def- comes to right mind now I'm defining God? God in the Bible sense of God. Okay. I, yeah, I don't, I don't even agnostic that. I just don't believe in that. I don't either. Right, so but you guys I also think don't. there's a God, right? What? So if you guys think that there's a God. It's not that God. Like there's, there's I know, but like, like if. Meanings. I wouldn't even use the term God. Yeah, like, but like if, okay, so. Do you think there's an afterlife or that there's no afterlife? I don't think there's an afterlife. Okay. Well, no afterlife. But I also, at the same time, this is why I'm agnostic because I might not think so, but I don't think that I could say definitively there isn't. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Think of how hyped you would be if you were wrong about that. Dude, if there was an afterlife, I'd think about it. Amped. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm happy that I was sucks. wrong. That but like, sucks. why would we base? All right. So, but we get there. I'm not saying we should think about it, but it's a get there when we get like, there. Catholics thing. base, or ideally. Catholicism, like Catholics would base everything they do in the current on a potential future. I just don't understand that. I don't think you can gatekeep the afterlife. Right, that's kind of how politics works, too. Because some political movements, they try to act as if they're trying to make a utopia. But the utopia is on earth, not in heaven. It's like when Marx said religion was the opium of the people. Mm-hmm. He replaced the opium of heaven with the, with the opium of Marx's utopia. Well, yeah. Well, the thing is, you can never truly politics became the new religion. You can never be. You can never make a utopia. You shouldn't seek to because everything. There's always going to be something negative. Mm -hmm. We we create negative. I feel like it's inherent in human nature to try to create a utopia. Yeah, but you know we should aim. I think that for sure. We should try to aim. It's like you have to fight against your own instincts. Yeah, you do. I don't think we'll ever get to a utopia, but I think that we will get to. Utopia doesn't exist. It doesn't exist, but we'll get to a point where everybody recognizes that the person next to them, regardless of race, color, and creed, has human dignity, and it's like, oh, sick! Now we can all work on the same level. Yeah. You know what kind of ties into this, but doesn't really. I guess I don't know if it does, but like, how with the scientific advancements that we have, like, just think of some of the great. We've already talked about some of the crazy stuff, like. How do we not know how the pyramids were built? Like, things like that. You know what I mean? Like, I think we do. I think they were just built by slaves. But, like, they say, like... Did they say the science was how beyond their time. And it was just like they were made so They could perfectly. be making a mistake. But my point is, like, how... Why? What do you guys think made them? Okay, I'm not I saying... I have no idea. I don't think it's like aliens. I'm not saying it's aliens. Don't believe that. It's like the ancient aliens, dude. Yeah. Just, my point is just, like, why with... What we know, are there things that have already happened that we don't understand? Well, the Library of Alexandria Some things might just be a burned. mystery. I, dude, I read that it wasn't. I read well, it on man, Wikipedia. Bro, it's, it's, it was Wikipedia. It's dude, Wikipedia. I, no, all my, all right, I'll be it's honest. Dead. I saw it on Wikipedia, and I, I just heard that it was like, that's not what actually happened. What are you talking about right now? The that. Library of Alexandria. It was this library in ancient Greece, right? No, the library in ancient Egypt. In ancient Egypt? And when the Crusades happened, the Christians burnt it. Okay. I mean, it doesn't sound out of character. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It sounds like a Christian move. They killed yeah. all the Muslims there and they burnt it. It sounds like an everyone moved back yeah. then. Literally. Yeah. Like everyone, even a few centuries ago, dude, even like one century ago. Dude, even in the 50s, people yeah. were savages. Yeah. Like, we're still savages in some ways. Yeah, we are. Instead of forced conversions, they molest little boys now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just evolved to another oh, type of... They're still on it. They're still on it. Yeah, they still force... Every religion forces people. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. They so, have both aspects. Yeah, it's just, they're still it's on not, that wave. It's not like, become Christian or die. It's become Christian or, you know... We'll send the shit out of you. Yeah, <laughs> or you're an awful person. Oh, you no, know? you'll get doxxed. Go to hell. You'll get doxxed. Yeah. 
Oof. Oh, while we're on the same thing of uh, social movements, our original list, um, it, it, disasters and communism, but it also had BLM. Yeah. BLM, everybody. Tee it off. Okay. Um, so I think that every movement suffers from the fact that people can infiltrate the movement. Mm-hmm. And people can be there for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been an issue with all social revolutions throughout history. Some people take it too far. So it's important to be... And it's hard, but you've got to stay attentive and be like, okay, mm-hmm. you got to look out for agitators. Mm-hmm. And I think that what we've seen in these protests is that there are people coming off for the right reasons, mm-hmm. and there are agitators. Yeah, Some of them planted. Yeah, but I think that that happens on both sides. It happens, I think yeah, it's no, the extreme it happens, of both sides. It happens. They need to stop because it it's, it's poisoning everywhere. the middle. Where exactly, it's like, where people can't like people can't even have a debate anymore, mm-hmm. and it's just poisoning that. And that's a that's a fundamental thing. I don't think anyone can disagree on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, like there I, needs to be a debate and a mm-hmm. talk. Not even a debate, just a talk between people of different opinions. Yep. And unfortunately, both the extreme sides make it so that doesn't happen. Yep. I think one of the reasons why we need the Black Lives Matter movement now mm-hmm. is because Reconstruction was stopped before it was finished. Okay. You know, so you, would you say, like, kind of like a new Jim Crow argument, the war on drugs, something like that, is just another form of just, yeah, the just war, evolving the war on drugs, Jim Crow? Yeah, the war on drugs. It wasn't... Jim Crow was one tactic to suppress people. Mm-hmm. You have... That's why... Well, the war on drugs is the second one. Mm-hmm. Redlining is another... And also, um, you know, ghettoization. But not only the ghettoization of people. Any place that you live where you're, you're isolated in the same group of people mm-hmm. is considered a ghetto. So suburbia is also a ghetto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that's... It is a derogatory term. It's, yeah, yeah, it is. But I in just, the original sense, the root of the word, yeah, that's yeah, what it means. The word. So I think even the, how we do property and real estate now, mm-hmm. at its core still um, is an oppression tactic. So you think there's oppression now in the present? Yes. It's okay. not It's not overt, but it attempts to undermine your opportunity. See, I, I disagree. I think there's pretty much no oppression today, and I would actually say there's oppression in a different direction. I think the war on drugs is a form of oppression, personally. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, I honestly don't. I think the war on drugs originally was a form of oppression, but I think they duped all the police officers and DEA were taking yeah, bullets no, I, to arrest people for joints. I don't disagree with Those that. Those people were but, duped. But that doesn't mean that it's not oppression, I don't think. It, I, 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 I think it is oppression, but I don't think the oppression is targeted at a specific it's group. Not I think it's targeted at everyone. It's targeted and it only practice. stays there because of ignorance. Yeah, it, it's, see, that's you hear about, about, it uh, stays there and it still targets people due to procedure that nobody's questioning. So Chase, you'll... What, do you, what procedures in particular? You'll know a little bit better about this. Was it... So, say, in terms of procedures, why is weed schedule one? Uh, all right. Doesn't so, that determine a procedure that you act with? Yeah, yeah. It's a you procedure. Take all those dudes in. It's it's a procedure that affects people of other colors too. Yeah, well, it does. And there are drugs that are less dangerous. Yeah. Than then, say well, other you... drugs that that minority right. uses. So this is this and is... that are of a higher schedule. Mm-hmm. This is heavily paraphrased, but was it was it Nixon's Secretary of State or one of his advisors? He did have that quote. I totally agree. Yes, yeah. yes. So, so I have I'm... seen that. Okay. So you know what I'm talking about? Where yeah. He says it was to target black people and hippies. hippies. Yes. So, my point is, 
the people that were targeted by this war on drugs, the repercussions such as not being able to get college loans, not being able to get food stamps. All right. Well, if they're they're if they're being declined for college loans in the present, there could be other factors in the present that are causing that. No, 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 no. You can, you can you can uh, you can deny a college loan based on a drug crime. On yeah, solely a drug yeah, crime. yeah, yeah. But I don't. The, those drugs affect everyone. Those drugs are legislation oh, against I, I agree everyone. That, I, I agree that, it yeah, just I agree. so happens that people of different groups use different drugs. Yeah. And those drugs have just happened to end up in that category. So, so why do black... But there's also the question that where this is what the new Jim Crow basically gives you the presumption that all people in jail are a result of drug crimes. When no, in fact, they, the majority not. of people in jail are violent criminals. That's not true. Yes, it is. No, Most people in jail are violent criminals. Maybe what's, worldwide. What's, uh, no, no, no. In the United States, I'm telling you, more people are in jail for violent criminals. The new Jim Crow makes it sound like every black person is getting locked up for marijuana charges. Oh, when yeah. in fact, there were only the 92 people in jail for marijuana possession. Granted, there are other people in jail for marijuana trafficking. Okay. And who are you- still colored. But to say that the cops are just picking up black people to arrest them because they have weed on them is just not true. The war on drugs was used for discrimination, okay. but it is not a pogrom that is currently going on today. The war on drugs persists today because anyone that is trying to go for drug legalization, there's an asymmetry between something bad happens after legalization and they get blamed for it. No one wants to take the chance of saying we're going to end the war on drugs. Okay, I can, that's why it persists. I can see that, but I'm looking at this at a and the population is responsible for not ending this war. Yeah, and we should and we should yes. end this war. Yes, because but I'm, let's look at this at harm because we understand that the war on drugs harms everybody. Yes, but because of how it started, it disproportionately harms one one sector of yes, the society. I totally agree. And so, the war on drugs, by the fact it still continues is still heavily oppressive to a particular group. And so it benefits us all to end the war on drugs. Yes, yes. And, but if we look at it this way, the war on it drugs... Ben- war- it, it, all right, so the war on drugs hurts that group, but, like, it's, it's not... Like, we're all thinking about weed in this example. There are other drugs out there. Yeah, but I'm moving- If you're using those drugs, you're probably going to be impoverished. Yeah, but I'm Because they are so kid. bad for you and so bad for the community and encourage though. violence. Rich white people use cocaine, stereotypically. Yeah, no, that, no, that's, yes, yes, I agree. But what are you trying to say with cocaine? That they're not impoverished. Um, but they're not impoverished. I mean, they're not impoverished economically, but I say it as a person. Fair well, enough. and also rich white people aren't impoverished because cocaine doesn't prevent them from doing business. If you're, there's gang crime, then there's not going to be businesses there because it's too high of a risk. No, no, it is a business, but it hurts business. It's a bad business. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's but a black market business. I'm yeah. taking yeah. the example of disproportionate harm. Uh-huh. And now But the harm in the present does not mean that there's just because there's disproportionate harm. No, no, I'm adding something on top of that. Okay. So disproportionate harm, and then add the layer of human dignity in here. Yeah. We have allowed different people to be considered as less not as less human lower human dignity when you say we like i don't i don't know like i do not think society teaches people to say that one group is better than another i don't think you can say that at all i have never once heard that belief in a widespread way i'll say that there are people who do believe that yeah they're okay i would say those are the vast minority they are the vast minority but they they still present at some point this at some point we still haven't totally 
taken it out yet. Uh-huh. We've, ex- we've extracted it largely from society, society as a whole, but there's some people that still hold the view that some people have lesser human dignity than others. I, I've, yeah, I, yeah, I totally agree that that should not be a thing. Yeah, it should not be a thing. Yeah. But when it's... But to say that that thing is there and causes all these effects in the present is different than saying that thing shouldn't be there. Because it hasn't totally been extracted from the institutions. It's been extracted from society. An institution can't have a a, a view. That's the people in the institution can have a view. That's the part I don't like about the systemic definition of racism because I believe it comes to the conclusion that if a system has various outcomes, you can automatically assume discrimination when you really can't. Yeah, I don't... And And just because there was discrimination in the past does not mean that institution is discriminating in the present. Yes, and I, I see what you're getting at there, right? And Thomas Sowell, and I do, we, we're never going to ensure uh, the same outcome. Yeah. And it's not all institutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know how you were saying that some are duped and ignorant of the fact of, let's say, the Schedule 1 procedures yeah. actually do? You know what I mean? And I would say it's their responsibility to like actually know what laws they're enforcing. See, I know there are limits to that see, as well. I, even if that's why I also apply that to institutions. If you if you are the leader of an institution, not you cannot be racist, but you should under, But you should look through and say, are any of our policies or rules in hurting someone in some way? That they are. The well, affirmative action is hurting people. It's fundamentally racist. You don't fix racism in the past by being racist in the present. I know you can't. And how do you victims know? And victimizers. And how, do you, gotta, how do you know? that your policies are actually helping these people. I, what, I, what I find about these policies is that they axiomatically take them as helping when they could in reality be hurting. And even if, say, history was a different way, there's still no guarantee that two groups would be able to produce the same amount of things or be in the same economic positions. There has always been a drastic inequality of outcome when you measure any group. Of course. Yeah, but here's the thing, though, is that, like, take... Take, like, two equal workers. Yeah. Black people already make less than white people for the exact same work. So... Well, do you know... Like, have you read the paper where it goes by job? What do you mean by job? Because they could... Well, I feel like a lot of people... They say that about females, too, where they have... uh, I could be wrong, so please fact check me on this. But they they say... All right, so you take the average income of black people. Mm -hmm. And you say it's less than white people. Mm -hmm. But then you look, and then black people are working different jobs. The way the well, one I, that I looked would at, they you want could, to be, I, I understand what you're saying, but do they want to be working the better jobs? I would well, say everyone yes. wants to work a better job. Well, then why can't they work the, the better the jobs? Study I there at, are cultural factors that prevent yeah, they, them from working they, better there jobs. There are cultural factors, and you can say you want a better a better job, but if it's you don't both, do anything to make that better job happen, then like <laughs> it's both it's both cultural factors. Yeah, I, yeah, and the mis- sorry, uh, it's and reduced access to opportunity. See, the reduced access to opportunity thing. I, I feel like this Why is just my perception. Underfunded? People, because they're funded by property taxes and the property is worthless. And why are the properties worthless? Because, because there's white high flight. crime. Because there's high crime in that area. Due to white, white flight. White <laughs> flight? No, 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 no. White people going away does not cause crime. You assume causality there. That is the mistake most of these movements make. And I just find the whole movement to be all about double speak. It's a little Orwellian. Because a few years ago, people were talking about gentrification. Now they're so talking about white flight. And they're mutually exclusive. And if you're going to complain about white people leaving shitter inner cities where people are killed, but you're not going to complain about all the black athletes and the black musicians that choose to no longer live in those cities because they're full of crime. I just find that a little contradictory. But I think they're full of crime, going back to my argument. Crime was lower when there was more discrimination. You cannot say that discrimination in the present causes crime because crime is lower in the past. 
But you're also assuming that... As was the marriage rate. You're assuming that crime and, and discrimination the are inherently the only variables there. There's so many other variables besides just crime and discrimination. All right, what crime. variables would I take into account? They that go into get, crime? Yeah. That, no, that, that, would, that I am not taking into account that are affecting crime. the way you think I should see things. Other than discrimination? I'm thinking... What, I, what I'm the saying The premise is, he, he, I feel like, is making is that discrimination in the present is the cause of crime or discrimination in the past is cause of crime. Oh, no, I'm not letting... I'm not waiting. Both of those things are just not true. No, I'm not letting crime here in Italy. I'm talking about the... Talking about property value. Well, property values. Property values are lower because of high crime. It's affected by crime. But it's affected by crime. Was redlining bankers saying, let's not give these people loans because they're black? Or saying, let's not give people these loans because this isn't valuable because of the high crime? No, why'd they give them the loans in 2000? That's why I am against corrective policies. I don't. I don't know why they did that. Like affirmative action, reparations. I don't disagree with those at all. I, I. I mean, I disagree with those entirely. Okay, so I got a question. I said that. So racism, as we like I said before, yeah. causes a one trillion to one point five trillion dollar loss. Yeah. Slavery, if we, and affirmative slavery. action, is that included in racism? Or is the definition of racism that only I'm, I'm just looking at reparations exclusively. You're looking at reparations? I'm looking... Yeah, I'm looking at reparations exclusively. Reparations is going to cost everyone money, and it's only going to inflame racial tensions. And there's no proof that giving someone money, I, I they would just do that. No, but they don't... <laughs> my version of reparations is, let's not give them... Let's not just give them money. I don't want to give them money. I don't think there should... All right, all right. What's your version of reparations? Okay. So my version of reparations is... Because due to enslave due to enslavement, right? Yeah, there's a lot of, there was a lot of production that was never. Of course, you never pay your workers. Yeah, you know you what I mean. Yeah, but all right. Look, if you make me a slave today, it's really not going to matter that much if you let my kid get into college. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, because that's slavery kind of fucking sucks a lot. It, it does, but let me connect this here. So that, like, you're really just putting a price on slavery when you say that, honestly. So that, but think, <laughs> like I said, that's a lot. Like that. Is a produ- that's a production loss there. Yeah, There's a- for your ancestors. Yeah. Not you in the it, present. But no, because... And it also assumes that all of America is from that production loss when it's not. The top 10 countries that had slaves are not represented in the top 10 of GDP today. Okay. So, yes. So, I'm not so... Okay. So, one of the most... Transfer- there is a production loss, but there's no abstract, like... No, but what if you... what? I, so, like I said, I don't want to give people money... But yeah. one of the greatest, most valuable assets you can have is land property. Okay. Right? And that can be transferred. And, and yes, and that, we, the United States gave African Americans land directly after slavery. And in 1910, for some reason, I literally don't know why. I looked this up. I don't know why you would give up your land. No. Yeah, they gave up their land. I'd look, I'm they not, didn't pass it on, right? I'm not, I'm, I'm not look, advocating giving. So. Just, you can't also say that not owning land is a cause of black poverty today. Because it's Asians a- could not own land until 1950. There were quotas on Asian land ownership and ownership of Asian businesses that blacks were not subject to, that Asians were subject to, and Asians do better than blacks today. The whole thing assumes that if there is discrimination, it automatically means you can't do things. But we've seen that Jews and Asian Americans have been all discriminated against, but are doing better today, and I would say they still are discriminated against today. No, no, I'm... Yeah. No, okay, it's the same terms. When I'm talking about this, I like to take it from a view of, like, an all-people-of-color like all thing, okay. right? So, 
Well, this example we're honing in on is blacks. I am happy to see they did, you know, advancement of Jews and Latinos. Yeah, yeah. And yes, they are still discriminated against. And African Americans too. Right? It, exactly. But what I think we need, my version of reparations would be, and I would also do this for Native Americans as well, we need to find you okay. a way to get property because now you know how to properly, like, now There's we no know guarantee we that they know how to properly do that. So in Zimbabwe, well, like, they... let's let's make access easy. Let's make yeah, access let's to property. No, we would teach so. them how to. No, train. it's a teaching I, thing. No, I don't think you can just any every mass education program, whether funded by the church or by the government, has pretty much failed. Zimbabwe was under colonialization for a while, and in the 1980s, what they did was they had the whites owned like literally all all the uh, farmland. Mm-hmm. They owned majority of the farmland. And keep in mind that in Africa, in Zimbabwe, black and white people could not walk on the same yeah. side of the street. There was segregation there as well. And the white minority owned all the farms. The blacks eventually, they, uh, they, they, you know, they the were free Africans. from the white people. Yeah. And then they could, they could have their own government. Mm-hmm. What the government did was they took the white farms and they just gave them the black farms. But a lot of the black people, they didn't know how to farm yet. They had not been through the farmer experience. Okay. And then the productivity of the crops dropped. And the country had a huge inflation thing, too. So I think they should have been taught to farm. Yeah, but how, like, I... It was a little more violent than just, like, the whites just, like, handing over their Yeah, you well. know what I mean? Yeah, and there, there was another... There was a genocide against black people in that country as well. Mm-hmm. And if, like, when we say teach people how to farm, I agree that teaching is how we help minorities and people who were previously... They see that's... Min- marginalized mm-hmm. to succeed, and... I, like, the public school system uh, does that, need to get that's better. What was, that's what I was also getting to, you know, not only... But it's, like... Find ways to get, like, realtor and property, but also fund the, fund the inner city school yeah. systems. I, well, I don't, the arts. I don't really know the if it's a, I don't really know if the, they're, they're being bad as a matter of funding. Like, I'm not, I'm not educated on the, the process. I know they're underfunded, but the sad reality is that some people don't want to learn. And I watched the Vice yeah. documentary, and we all know, like, Vice is pretty liberal. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, these kids in, like, middle school and inner city school, and they were fighting. And I talked to another man who was a teacher at Iona Prep, and he, um... He used to teach at an inner city school in Philadelphia, and he was mm-hmm. telling me how tough it was. Yeah. Like, it'd be nice if those, like, it would be much simpler if those kids, like, really wanted to learn, and all we had to do was give them money. I think money. it's kind of a cycle. It, it is a, it's yeah. a terrible cycle. It's yeah. a terrible cycle. Which yeah. I'm also going to tap into the soul here. There's a cultural issue with that as well. You, you know what so? I mean? There, there is. There is. What, like, what would you say there is? So. Because I feel like I really can't talk about some, a culture issue. Some cult, like I hate to say it. And America has an issue with this as well. Uh, yeah. But there's anti there's anti intellectualism. Yeah. People and get anti for being smart. Anti scientism. Anti scientism. Well. Mm-hmm. But also in you know some community some communities of color in fact some groups of people of color in the United States where there is the anti intellectualism mm-hmm. which really sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One of the big things in Brown versus Board of Education is you should not convince people that they inherently are terrible. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. unfortunately, um, and this is, it became a cultural thing that once we, America unfortunately convinced some people that they were terrible, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And in that pockets that they didn't get stamped out or affirmed that you are, you know, that you are human, you are valued. Yeah. They used to like literally think people of other races were not human. Exactly, you know? are not human. And they wanted valued. to they wanted to sterilize people too, including white people. Right, but which you, I found the most surprising when I read Tom Savo. <laughs> if you don't correct that injustice, which we haven't fully corrected, you know what I mean? It gets pushed forward. I, I uh, what like 
see when you say correct, I, I don't it's know. like like I just don't know what end you're you're aiming for because I feel like once you let like for example like you free slaves mm-hmm. and they they are free like yeah. I feel like over time it would just naturally like level out to the way it would have so, been so I would have hoped because I feel like I feel like every generation is kind of like a clean slate mm-hmm. it's like yeah I get what people are saying like you're privileged like if your parents are like wealthy or they even give you the right skills I get that yeah like but that's not a thing exclusive to race mm-hmm. but I do think like over time those things would build where people will learn like what kind of community they want to build and they'll be where they had already been so granted we're better granted they're better than where we were before yeah you know what i mean i'm not saying that there hasn't been progress mm-hmm. i think we're finally getting to a to a point right mm-hmm. we're getting to a social revolution and which we're finally going to take care of the last little vestiges mm-hmm. of reason that exists whether it is in some institutions whether it is with some people we're getting to that point. And the whole thing is, is I see, I think that this, everybody has an incentive to be in this movement because a cage is never built to hold just one person. A cage is never what? Built it's never hold. built to hold one person. Okay. You know what I mean? Like we've seen other governments turn on other groups of people. Most, you know, most governments. You know what I mean? It might be, we might prosecute everybody with like blue eyes someday. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So this is to make sure do you think that would be a good thing to do? Prosecute everybody with blue eyes? Yeah. Like no. I have blue eyes, man. No. Hell no. Dude, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. When Jared's gone, we'll like, talk about how we do it. But <laughs> sometimes I, I literally just feel like things like affirmative action are like taken in that manner or reparations. And I don't, I don't think like a world where affirmative action and reparations are a thing are I'd love are to see a, a world thing. where we don't need them. I, I don't think we need them to even correct the past. So, and I also think they increase discrimination against black people. Because, like, if, if you're, say you have a doctor, they're black and they're white, assume they're from uh, the same university. If you're, you're trying to hire the doctor, you could say, well, okay, maybe this guy's only here because of affirmative action. And I feel like it kind of does reaffirm that, like, black people are not as good as white people. Okay. I, that, yeah, that's, you know, I see what you're Like, that's about. just why it also doesn't make sense to Well, me. you see, affirmative action, I heard the argument that it actually wasn't created for me... It was created for you. It was a really bad attempt at getting people, at getting people to acclimatize to diverse environments. To acclimatize to diverse environments. Yeah. Forced diversity. You know, it was basically forced diversity. Yeah. So it's like, if I'm in the classroom, you're eventually going to have to get used to me being there. But the thing is, like, I feel like you're not that much different from me. And I feel like in an intellectual environment, diversity doesn't exist between races because an intellectual environment kind of sorts you by your intelligence or your background or your occupation and you're much less diverse uh in in other what i don't i'm trying to think of what i was going to say like you're less diverse because you're almost like the same person for being in that environment whereas if you're from like kind of yeah but also in the socioeconomic level i would say like that there's more diversity between income levels than there is the same income level so if you're at a school you're presumably gonna like be somewhat in the same income level yeah you know what i mean there's a you know, no, I definitely do think diversity is important um, because I, I feel like I've benefited from it. Yeah, you, you, I just don't think it should come to. at the expense of merit. And I think I think it's really the individual's well, job to educate themselves by seeking out diversity. You know, and it's interesting because there's a philosopher, economic philosopher named Dworkin who has something similar. He says that we should what true justice is, is equal respect mm-hmm. um, and equal concern, mm-hmm. which means we. Yeah, I would we, agree. And see, that's what. 
that's ultimately like, people like myself. I feel like the people of color like this equal respect and equal concern. Yeah. And so equal respect respects your right to choice to do or to not do something. Your freedom. Equal concern says that if you need help, we will try to help you in the same way. Yeah, I I just don't. I also on a part of like all government social programs, I don't feel like it's not a government. Government is a way like as a way to help people. Like I view that more as from the individual perspective. Yeah, individuals about, are the most. That's the most powerful way you can help. Think someone. about just being an individual. Government program. Think of the principle of equal respect and equal concern, just on a human level. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. You would help your neighbor just with everyone. With, yeah, you know, we yeah. would help your neighbor. Or you if you're. If my house is on fire, I'm pretty sure you two would come help. I would hope so. You know what I mean? You're not going to be like, ah, he's a a black, he's a person of color. You're not going to help him. You know what I mean? And yes, at an individual level, yeah, you would think that everybody is on that. Yeah, some people aren't. Some people aren't. It's literally just such an immature and, like, dumb mindset. Right? And sometimes in an institution level, the institutions at the core really aren't. What do you mean? Like, when you say, like... When you say the institution, I think you mean the majority of the people in the institution. No, I don't, I don't mean the people. Like I mean, the, like, the structure of it. Why would this... How would this... Like, if the structure reflects an inequality, it does not... You cannot assume discrimina- discrimination from that, though. Like, it could just be that people of different, like, ethnicities, races, mm-hmm. sexes, height, however you want to divide the population, will have an unequal outcome in different, in different uh, environments, whether it be school or work. I'm not saying that it's like we're not going to get to an equal outcome. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I'm not saying that one person is lifted up over another person. Mm-hmm. Just the opposite. The person that you don't, that is not favored, is held down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I and agree too. See, and that's that, why we, no, should, no, you know, we should just think, be merit based. I think that we need. A society where you know how we have this ideal of the American dream, where anyone can like pick themselves up and literally yeah. anybody. I think we or really so, do have that. So I just think a lot of people don't do it. I just think that we need to make it possible so that everyone has an opportunity to the American dream. And yeah, I think the way for doing that is through education. Yeah, I think I, it, I, I do. Yeah. Think, I think it's small education, but we should really stress self education more than public education. That's true. Like, we need well. to create a culture of education. Yeah, we need, yes. We need to create, a, I think we need to create a culture of education because the culture of education will be the thing that finally actually crushes racism. Yeah. In order and to, every other problem. We need to, I think philosophy needs to be reintroduced into the education system and seen as... It, it See, I feel like in English you kind of just pick up philosophy secondhand or in, or in history. Like, like yeah. I know what you're saying, but I, like I don't the, really like shaping read, people's have, views. Have you ever read the great books? The great books? Yeah. Like, There's a lot of them. The, the, <laughs> it the, depends what you have mean. Have you read the great. discourses on Libby? No. Oh, I have a long time ago. Okay. I love that book because Machiavelli is like a pocket manual to... I've read The Prince, not The Livy, though. Yeah, Discourse on Livy. The Prince is like, I'll show you how to, like, establish a monarchy. And then you're supposed to read the Discourses on Livy after because he goes, here's how you take your monarchy and slowly turn it into a polity. A polity? Yeah. Well, like a group of people... Yeah, it's... You mean an oligarch. I just use that oligarch. And polity is different than an oligarchy. Okay. A polity is... Where you essentially have, like, a large middle class, and it's very... A polity is very reasonable. Okay. And I mean, it's before democracy, because in the Greek view of democracy, it was uh, everybody does everything. Like, everybody votes, and so you're susceptible to mob rule. Yeah. Yeah, tyranny poly- of the mob. Yeah. That's, that's what I do. Like, America was kind of the upgrade. The first... Or 
America was French too. It was the first upgrade from Greek democracy. What? Do you not think everyone should be able to vote? Oh, I think everybody should be able to vote. Dude, I think felons should be able to vote. I think felons should be able to vote. I think they should too. But in you know in a polity, I don't think life in prison should be a thing either, or life without parole, or any ch- crime yeah. without parole. No, I agree. Everybody should be either. able to vote. Yeah. yeah, and it sounds like I don't think cash bail should be a thing. Yeah, I don't think I. Uh, you should be yeah. able to do more than cash. I think they need yeah. to redo sentences too. Yeah, like yeah. the guy we were talking about earlier, like thirty years for scientific. Like, what judge Same. does that? Mm-hmm. Like, you're a piece of shit. You're, you are a piece of shit. Seriously. You know what I mean? And uh, that's also I didn't say that. That's a bone I have to pick with Obama because he didn't take that judge out of the role. Yeah, he should have. Yeah. Actually, I have a bum pick with Obama, too. The private prison system expanded under him. Yep. I don't know if he knew about it directly. Or just yeah, that's the problem with the president. Conditions. Yeah. Like, uh, people complain about prison conditions, but in all honesty, a lot of the horrible, con- the most horrible conditions in prison are caused by the prisoners. Because they're, like, it's literally, it's, we think, like, I mean, we, some people might think, like, everyone in prison is just a regular person, but there are literally there people are some, there are some pieces of shit. in yeah, cages serial killers. that like to kill people. But you know what? We got to look at reform. Prison's got to be reform-minded. Well, I think, I, I, I think, no, nah, I think it's fine to punish someone for their crime. No, it is. It depends on the crime. But it depends opinion. on the crime. Yeah, I, I think, mean, like, when, all right, of prisons. this is, this is my, my solution to uh, disparities in punishment. Mm-hmm. Have a judge spend 30 days in jail. If you're going to send it someone to life, yeah. you haven't even spent 30 days in jail. I like that. I also, I also think you should not be able to uh, send our troops to war unless you've been to war. Back yes. in the day, Julius Caesar, Alexander the Great, George Washington, Hannibal, uh, yeah. Genghis Khan, everyone was on the front lines of war. Yep. Now our president sits and what? Drinks the Diet Coke? Yeah. Plays like, golf? Yeah. No, he has the, no authority to send another man to kill another man if you haven't been to do the that. General, they should be, the chief of staff should be final authority. Senate and then chief of staff. I don't even think the Senate. No, I think you. I think it should be the veterans because they've been through. No, that. but like the, the chief of staff is like all the highest generals. Yeah, they should. They. I think they should have a say as well. But no, I think a, only veterans should vote on that. They should be like, like the Senate should have no authority. Yeah, they well, have not been to war. I think they can say no if they want to go to war. I think that would be a good idea. Yeah, but well, to send someone to war is something else. I think it should be like a, the Senate votes right and says yes or no, and the final vote of whether we go to war or not is left up to the chief of staff. Okay. okay. They're like, okay, do we? Do we think we need to do it? And then it's prudence because the chief of staff knows prudence because they know what it's like. Another thing I think is terrible. And a strategist. Is the way the military preys on like young children and goes on like. uh, Did you hear about how there were military military recruiters on Twitch on a Call of Duty stream because they know the market is like guns and war. They also want gamers too. Yeah. But dude, like you're. you're, you're Minorities as well. They want minorities as well. I saw an army commercial and it was like in Spanish and I'm like, Trump, how do you hate Latino people? Like they literally run the army. Well, actually, I got an interesting fact about this and this is about, you know, uneven human dignity. Most of the troops that went to Vietnam, 23% of the population was drafted. Mm -hmm. That's so much. Oh my God. Of that populace that was drafted, the 23%, uh, people of color and black people made up 16.5% of the troops sent, mm-hmm. despite only being 11% of the population. I didn't know that. Yeah. So we're saying that the military preys on minorities. They've been, this has been, yeah. I think been part and of minorities, their... it, and I would say it's poor people as well. Yeah, poor people and minorities. there's more minorities it's... in the, the poor people, and even in middle class. Exactly. For sure. It preys on those. It's, like rich people got away it's with It's designed to prey on those two, you know. I wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't say it's designed it like they thought of the draft when they did that. It was just a byproduct. Yeah. Of having a system like that. Yeah, it, it's. No, no, yeah. It's right. not equality over law at all. Not, not to say it's that. messed up. Not to say that, the, you know. 
Like the first people. No, I agree with you with the draft. It wasn't created for that purpose, but it was used for, yeah, it was it was used for, for that, that purpose. purpose. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah, dude, I, I would never be able to survive in the army. Either. I'm I, so blind. I, I literally couldn't be gluten free. I'm so blind. Why? All they eat is bread? Probably those guys. Well, the MREs do. That's a lot of that's a lot of carbs in that. Yeah. Yeah, jeez. I don't know. I think the US government should free uh hackers and just let them hack like Russia or China. I, yeah, they should be yeah, they should yeah. all non violent Yeah, non violent criminals. No, all non violent criminals. I can't think of a non violent criminal. <laughs> oh, what about financial crimes? Jail for. What what do you mean? What about certain financial crimes? Like um embezzlement fraud which can do real damage to like uh, yeah. regular smaller people yeah, yeah. the question is the where 2008 you... financial crisis yeah <laughs> like where do you draw the line like what's a jailable offense and what isn't i know that's that's because i don't think drug offenses should be jailable. yeah drug offenses no, you are a bad person like if you sell some drugs though i agree like, yeah I agree. Like, if you're selling I, heroin I don't, I don't know if i'd go as far as like i don't know what i how i'd feel about sales i have like drug Drug sales, I haven't thought about that. But, but drug users, I don't think should ever go to jail. Yeah, Some know. like if you're a, like it really if you're doing a heroin, cocaine, or crack, <laughs> like fentanyl. Have, I mean, there's you have something yeah. going on up here. Yeah, that, you, you oh, need some sure. mental health resources. Yeah. You need yeah. some re- rehabilitation. Yeah, but, a lot of violent criminals should be reformed. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Lesser violent ones, we'll look about it. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. and obviously, I'm obviously murderers should be in jail. Oh, like, of course. I don't think anyone would argue they should be walking around. But yeah, I'm not for the death penalty either. I'm not either. Really? I don't I think the, the government... cops who killed Breonna Taylor if murderers I don't know who that is. Dude, I don't think that the government should have the right to kill someone. <clears throat> not its own citizens. Yeah, like, make citizens. that... The citizens dictate the state. Uh, the state like doesn't how... dictate the citizens. Like, think about this. Like, <clears throat> we don't have people from the government come in and rape rapists. Like, why are we murdering murderers? I don't understand. I just don't get the, the reason for True, that. true. Mm-hmm. A life sentence will do enough. Yeah, a life sentence is horrible. Yeah. Yeah, solitary confinement is pretty fucked up. But it's I know they do need to, like, use that as punishment. Yeah. Like, if a guy's out, like, stabbing people, you gotta, like, throw yeah. him in solitary. Like, he's already in jail. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, he, and also... But they do saying, use it as a political weapon. Like, Chelsea they, Manning, like, mm-hmm. Edward Snowden would have gotten life in solitary. Oh, exactly. Now, it was smart, interesting that you said that the government yeah, should not be killing barely. its own people, murdering its own people. Mm-hmm. And you, you didn't hear the Breonna Taylor story? No. No? No. Okay. So, I don't watch the news at all. The only social media I have is LinkedIn. Okay, so... I do want to talk about why I don't uh, do that person of, at some uh, point. Brown Taylor, person of color, EMT for the city of St. Louis, mm-hmm. was asleep in her boyfriend's apartment mm-hmm. when three cops executed a no-knock warrant. Mm-hmm. So that's... They just kicked down the door. Yeah, I can also, see why I can They also didn't dangerous. pull up their... They also didn't say they were police. They pulled, They kicked down the door, guns drawn. Brianna's mm-hmm. boyfriend thought it was a home invasion, shot at the cops. Yeah. The cops killed him. Oh, and then a straight bullet killed Brianna Taylor. Why, why were they uh, executing the warrant? They thought that he was involved with drugs. drugs. They thought he was okay. involved with drugs. Now, the whole thing, it's a no-knock warrant with badgeless plainclothes officers. Why would you not shoot that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they... I think what the police should have done... I don't know anything about the police procedure is... And this is just me using common sense. By all means, I'm not an authority about this. But don't do a home invasion at the middle of the night wearing regular clothes. Yeah. Announce your police. Exactly, exactly. And so they also had the thing they were shooting people's dogs for a yeah. while too. Which I'm not saying it's on that level, but it's still it's like it's it's, kind of, of, it's, it's not what the police are supposed to be. It's about. not what they're supposed to be doing. And so the uh, there's a movement. The the many believe that the officers that killed Breonna Taylor should be charged with murder. Or manslaughter. And man, or manslaughter. But they haven't, been, they haven't been, only one's been fired, and there's three of them. Yeah, I don't know why they, they take so long to do this. I, I feel like... 
if Black Lives Matter were going to affect a thing, it would be them doing that. That's what we want to. That's what. That's one but of the things they're the, after. The question of whether those officers should be in charge, I think you need to take into account like their personal history. Like the guy in Minnesota, like he had like eighteen complaints against him, which is like it was, fucking it was ridiculous. A dude. Yeah, yeah. A terrible a person, Piece of awful shit. person. Yeah, yeah, like clearly like a psychopath just using yeah. his power. Yeah. Um, but were, were like, did the officers not follow any procedures? And then you would have to follow from there to whether. Like if yeah. they if they are culpable for the death or if it was just an accident because you got to think like I mean this is best case scenario they just did something dumb right. and now they have to live with the fact that they t- killed two innocent people yeah yeah but but like even if you do on it like do you believe in community policing how do you feel about should that? he be should I do you feel that they should be arrested um I mean I don't. I mean, I think they, they should go under investigation. Yeah, they're under investigation. But I don't know. I don't know where you draw the line because you go under investigation before you get arrested. Yeah, like I, the only reason you arrest someone is because an investigation has revealed something. As far as I know. As far as I know, basically they're under investigation right now, right? And I mean, if they flee the country, you know they did it. Yeah, like, they know they they know they did it. But yeah, they they I'm happy it's under investigation. Yeah. this is a real sticking point because they would like new legislation, and I agree that makes. You can't no longer do a no knock warrant. And you can't do yeah. it in plain clothes. Yeah, you can't it's, just kick someone's fucking door. You can't kick someone's door in. <laughs> as as far as communal policing goes, um, I'm down with it. I, yeah, it seems like a good idea as long as you can get qualified cops. Like, what if you can't get qualified cops from that's, the community? That's a fair point. But they, the reason some people say it is because that they assume that like all cops are racist or that there's widespread racism that is causing the the community harm, and that's why they need communal policing because you need people from that community. But they've also shown that even if there is communal policing where the police academy or, like, all the policemen, they somewhat represent the racial population of that city, that doesn't exactly cause crime to drop. Mm-hmm. But as far as on a, on a human level, I think like, like, a, like a cop get, like, talking and interacting with the citizens, like, if he grew up in this neighborhood, if he knows people, he knows it'll just be better than a complete stranger. Yeah. Exactly. I also think that um, non there's also a move to have social workers respond or at least be present when responding to certain police calls um yeah i mean I, it depends on the resources call. yeah, yeah. You have the resources um, I, I don't know like what you're talking about in particular i'm thinking of like a hostage situation yeah hostage situation no no and nine violent crimes to sit situations depending on the description they should also send a social worker i also i i don't know how good like I hopefully the social worker's helping. Like, as yeah. long as the social worker's oh, helping, social I'm not against that. Yeah, so there's this big thing moving out in terms of mental health awareness. Yeah. Is if you're dealing with a police call that involves any, you know, person with disabilities, whatever, like that, mm-hmm. um, a person that may be schizophrenic and trying to call them down, you also respond with a social worker. Mm, that would, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You see what I mean? There was this guy in my neighborhood. His name was Eli. I'm not joking. He slept outside every day for, like, three years. Wow. Yeah, and he was, like... Like, I, like, he was, like, what I think about when I hear of schizophrenia. Like, he would just be, like, sh- standing in the street and, like, shouting. Yeah. And, like, it seemed like he like, literally did not. He was homeless. He didn't have an idea of what was going on. Yeah. And this dude in my apartment building, he was, like, yeah, I have schizophrenia. I was, like, dude, no, you don't. Like, I've seen Eli down the street. Yeah. Like, but, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if Eli gets in trouble with the police. I don't even know what happened. They should to totally honest. be like, "Oh no, we need to look at this call. We need to look at this call differently." Yeah, and see if you can help that guy. Yeah, you know, that's what there's some guy in Dallas is. That's what happened to him. He he was like had a mental disability, and he called. He asked like a store clerk or something to call the cops to like help him because he thought he was gonna harm himself, and the cops ended up killing him. 
Yeah. Also, the cops are tranking people with ketamine in some places. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's um Elijah McCain. That sounds pretty bad. Uh, was kind of subdued. <laughs> yeah. He happened to have disabilities, but he was subdued with ketamine and it killed him. Yeah, I don't think a uh, a police officer has the training of an anesthesiologist who usually yeah. goes through med school and yeah. years of residency. So I don't think the police should just be administering. You know, what? Be so why, why do you have to go to school for like eight plus years to be a lawyer, but you got to go to a class for like three months to be a cop. Yeah, actually, in Germany, you I don't think lawyers be... should have to go to school, but I think cops need more training yeah. for sure. I agree, okay. cops need yeah, more training. Agree with that. That's that's part Maybe of the lawyer learn. parallel wasn't right, but no, I think like, dude, I feel like you should just be able to read the law and be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to go to school. Like, if I'm like, if like, it's like a free market situation. It's like if I can defend you on court, even though if I don't have a law degree, you can give a shit. Mm. You'll have me be your lawyer. You should watch Better Call Saul. They're probably like, Not Better Call I watched Saul. the first season. It gets so much better. I didn't, I, didn't, I stopped at the first season, kept watching it. Oh, like, it I tried. Really My good. dad watches it. He likes it's it. It's really good, dude. I it, might watch it then. I don't know. If you like Breaking Bad, you got to get through like two, like a season and a half of it, and then it kicks in. I watched it so long ago, I honestly don't even remember. I, started, but I fell in love with it. Have any of you guys seen Ozark? Yeah. Yeah, great show. Oh, great show. Awesome. Great show. Like the first season of Ozark is crazy. I just mm. hope they don't overdo it this season. I know. Me too. We're that's, do the that's first the, season. It's dope. That, these movie shows, I feel like they're not doing it for the art of making a movie. Yeah. It's like a corporate thing. And yeah. they're just making too much and selling out. Mm-hmm. I wish that's I knew. Game of Thrones. It's Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. You, the guy's going to die without finishing the books. Yeah, I've accepted it at this I point. Mean, and that's probably like the third biggest tragedy in my life. Yeah. That's oh, George R.R. Wow. Martin. <laughs> but uh, I think they'll redo Game of Thrones eventually. I wish I knew Game how to write Thrones screenplays. Been yeah, <laughs> two point They're gonna do Harry Potter's eventually. Yeah, they, they remake Batman's all the time. That's true. You hear they're remaking the uh, remember the cartoon show Avatar? Oh my god! Dude, they're making it with sex in it, like for adults. What the fuck? Yeah. Apparently, Netflix has taken over. Wants to make them like adult characters. Wow, yeah. what? It's insane, dude. That actually be kind of wild, but <laughs> you, you'd be into that shit. No, I wouldn't. But <laughs> Jesus, no. But it, it was funny. Because the original Avatar, like, cartoon won a bunch of awards for, like, its depiction of the effects of war. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. Dude, I remember watching the show. Yeah, it was an amazing show. Incredible show. Fucking dope show. I liked watching it. I liked mm-hmm. watching Naruto as well. Also, that's, that's a good show. Yep. But as far as TV now, I try to stay away from yeah, TV. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of trash TV on that. And social media, because I think that the more you consume, the less creative you can be. I can see that. So I'm trying to like just double Ooh, down and not consuming. But what about something like Pinterest? What do you mean? So like Pinterest is it's not like Instagram, but you can look up interests, mm, right? And see, and those. you can see like different examples of different people's art that they posted, like okay. let's say interior design, and you can save it to a board. Mm-hmm. You can look through that board for inspiration. Okay, that's cool. Yes, yeah. I, I don't Pinterest know if I would use that. Yeah, I well, think they would it, use it, but it's self-enhancing, I think. Yeah, it's self-enhancing. Yeah, if I you personally, use it in a, in a way and you yeah. find it worth it, then yeah. I, I don't know if it'll help me. Maybe I'll try it. No, I personally like it for, you know, when I write science fiction short stories, because I'm like, okay, I can ha- now have a bunch of concepts. I can build cool. yeah, things Yeah, for out. sure. I'm trying to be more conscious of, uh, like, how I decorate my room and stuff. Because yeah. I want to have, like, a positive environment mm-hmm. where I can get Feng to work. May- I, maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I remember once I had, like, a poster... And I just, like, realized, like, yeah, this isn't the message I want to send. Mm-hmm. Like, myself. Okay. <clears throat> no, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Very and particular. music, too. I try to, like, not listen to, like, gangster rap, honestly. Yeah, that's what you mean. Yeah. That's what you mean. <laughs> I just think it's, like, I just feel like at some level, if you're listening to something like that, or any negativity at all, 
it affects you. Mm. You just gotta eliminate it. But it's hard to eliminate it. Hmm. Yeah. What artist do you think you all could... Corey, you've already done this, but Jared, what artist do you think you would drop if you're going by this? Drop? like Yeah, you wouldn't listen to anymore. Uh, Jared loves music. I don't know if he's up for this. If, like, there's just an artist, what do you mean? That I, I think is a terrible person? No, but, like, Corey was saying you need to be conscious of what you listen to yeah, because yeah. the negativity. Oh, who would I drop out that? What artist library? would you not listen to out of your own library? Does it hurt negativity, though? Like, I could just be wrong before we ask this question. Yeah, I don't think I necessarily agree. Okay. Um, I think you know, you know me as a, as a kid, I was... How do I explain myself? Responsible. Responsible, I'm very... a horrible uh, person. Very, like... Conservative is not the word I'm looking for. Conservative in terms of how I acted in the sense of, like... I wouldn't take any risks, basically. Okay. If that makes okay. sense. Right. I'm happy you're taking risks now. It makes me really proud. To the point of, like, where, like, I thought I could get in trouble for anything. If that yeah, makes sense. So I, was, I would always be very, like, by the books. But, like, I think for me, like, I use rap music as a way to not influence my life, but see another perspective. Yes. You know what I mean? Like. I get that. Because I never, all the things I listened to in rap music, I thought were. Nothing I would ever want to be. Like, mm. the thought of yeah, it turned see, me off, but yeah. I like the other perspective, if that makes sense. Yeah, I like Deep that. Too. So I think it's like person by person, I guess, for me, is what I would say. But the only, like, honestly, the first time I listened to rap music, I thought, like, I needed to listen to that music to be cool. Oh, I'm I, literally oh, I not even joking. I had that thought as a little kid. That's not, that, that's. I, I could see that being part of it just because we were growing up. Like, I remember, like, fifth grade, Lucas, Molak, Brennan, and I would just, like, worship, like, Eminem and Lil Wayne. And, like, yeah, I was it got like to the point too. where I was like, I don't know if I even like this music or if everyone else likes it, so I feel like I have to like it. You see, it. I was mm-hmm. a late entry into rap music, and I think that I actually... Got lucky. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I actually, I, I'm quite lucky, and I am happy that I had a late entrance, right? Because I'm deep... I'm big about the other perspective thing. And also, have you heard the concept of empowerment fantasy? Empowerment fantasy? Yes. yes. Yeah. It sounds familiar, and I think just by you saying that, you know what I, I mean? know what you mean. With some types of rap, you know how it hypes people up? Yeah. And they can, they're, they're feeling better, they feel like, kind of empowered that they can take, not really take on the world, but mm-hmm. feel better about I themselves. You know what I mean? That's what that class of rap does in terms of empowerment fantasy. It's not good if you listen to it all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because That's a good just, psychological it gets, theory, it gets dep- whether it's true for every individual. You know, it gets know. depressing when you realize you can't do that, you know, you're not... Yeah. But does it though? I don't know. I, get, I don't get depressed when I hear a song about. No, but I mean, I just like, get disgusted, time. honestly. Because I just like, I try to be like mindful of what it's saying. Yeah. What the message the artist is saying. If you can no, even I call agree. them an artist at this but point. It, I agree. Um, but I do think it hurts people too, and I think rap music honestly I think hurts it, people. I think it can. I think it can. And, you know, I like to break down these different types of rap music. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There's, it's an intricate and it's an evolving art. It's in the yeah, present. It comes, down, it comes down to the lyrics thing. You know what yeah. I mean, I like to put, I put empowerment fantasy songs into their own sort of category. Honestly, when I when I think about why I like rap music, it's more about like the the lyrics for some people are like genius, which I love like how clever yeah. rap is. But honestly, it's about the the beat and the feel that the mm-hmm. music gives. And me. the feel. Like, that's why I love Travis Scott, not because of yeah, his dude. lyrics, because of his like the way he produces the stuff is just creates. insane. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. It's but yeah. So, like some stuff I literally just can't listen to it's like I cannot relate to this at all see I have the and same I have the same I just attitude. see it as like a phony macho attitude the way some yeah. of those gangsters no I agree it's dumb 
Yeah. Straight sure. out of Compton was a pretty sick movie. Yeah, pretty, I haven't seen it. It's oh. pretty crazy, dude. Pretty I feel like a lot of the SoundCloud rappers are just the the type that you don't like, Corey. But, I, I haven't. I don't have SoundCloud, but I, oh, I know what you're referring to. You're talking these, about like mumble rap. Yeah, well, yeah. not all mumble rap, but there's so many artists that have come up. Um, I would say even mainstream rappers. And they'll name they've them become, if you want. And they've become mainstream rappers. Yeah. Like a perfect example. Of this is a little pump. That's some shit music. Yeah, trash. Some. Yeah, but like he knows he's bad though. Like at least he, he makes knows. money off of being bad. Yeah, but dude, he knows his place though. Like he knows he's Good. a joke. How did like how is he famous but still like you guys both said he's bad but you still know who he is? Well, that's the thing is like how's he even making money if he's that bad? Like he has to be good to someone. Like someone actually <laughs> likes him. Like that? someone must yeah, like, like, that guy. It's like us as kids. Actually, it's like, funny. My cousin was bang- was listening to Six Nine, and I was like, Yo, what the fuck? Someone put on Six Nine at a party. I gave him Ox, and like I give you Ox, and you're gonna put on Six Nine. Like, that's trash. come on, bro. Like, you literally there's you a know, couple Six Nine. You could have put on Beethoven. Like as a person, I don't think he. What I try to do is, and you guys might disagree with this, I try to separate the music from the artist. So, like, if I like the song... So, like, 6 9 yeah, terrible person. Fucking shit person. But, like, I like the song. So, it's, like, to an extent, like, where... Uh, and I would say you like the song not because of what he's trying to say, but maybe because of something else. But right? then one of, so one of my friends is like, well, you're still, by streaming his music, you're putting he's money still in putting his money in his fucking pocket. So, like, I can get that to an extent, but, like... Yeah. I don't know. I guess it goes both ways. Like I said, um... There's that one A Boogie song that would have been dope without Waka? Six Nine. Walker would have been dope without Six Nine. Yeah, well, it would have been thirty seconds long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're almost hitting a dead point where we're running out of stuff to talk about. But if we keep talking, you we'll, hit a good. You hit a good point. Yeah, we'll discover. Oh, some, what else? What else was on? What else was on the list? Um. I don't know. What have you guys been reading lately? Like, what's the newest, most fresh idea? Can, wait, am I allowed to hand this over to you guys so I can go to the bathroom? All right, totally yeah, do what you gotta do. Just please entertain the massive audience. Of course, audience. of course. <laughs> it goes without saying. Um, yeah, what have you been reading? Dune. I've been delving deep into the Dune universe, which mm-hmm. asks a really good question. It reminds me of Trump. Why do people follow bad leaders? Yeah, it is. You know true. what I mean. That is a fair point. You know what I mean. As a as a series that's about that is political fiction, um, mm-hmm. and sort of long term goals and you know long term goals over maybe short term happiness. Yeah. You ask the you, it's a really good example of how a cult of personality builds. And yeah. Cult of personalities are in all and everything, but they get even worse with a terrible leader. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Um, I haven't read anything in a while, dude. I read Poor Economics, like, probably a month ago. But ever since I started working, I haven't been reading yeah. as much. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Um, let's see. What's a good book? Um, dude, I don't even know. There's, what have I read recently? I've read a little bit of fiction for a while, which I don't usually do. I think fiction has a lot to say. Depends on depends on the fiction. Um, I read uh, How to Be Anti-Racist. That was yeah, a great yeah, book. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. The book was incredible. There we go. A lot of interesting perspectives in that. Yeah. You know, I was thinking of something, and I had a friend who was fiercely a communist for a while. Mm-hmm. She was fiercely a communist for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay... 
I see where your arguments are coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, we already know that communism, Russian communism practice, it's not the way you're supposed to go, but it doesn't work. Yeah, so it's never it's like, the way it's supposed to go. Right? Yeah. So one of my one of my friends one of my friends was a communist and I was just talking to him and I was like I see some of your arguments and you know the good that you're trying to do I don't disagree with mm-hmm. but it's not going to work and especially not she was like well we got to get rid of the, dismantle the capitalist too system. individualistic yeah. I was like we got to dismantle she's like we got to dismantle the capitalist system and I was like yeah but then what would you replace it with is is what we're going to get better and we even yeah there's no we guarantee we haven't thought of it yet that's the thing you know what I mean if we until we're and gonna, even if we did think of it I don't think we're wiping the slate clean and we because you know societies they evolve over time it's just mm-hmm. like a exactly it's like if we can create let's you know let's call it capitalism 2.0 but you don't even want to put that label on that yeah because then you already okay. I don't know I'm just going to call it new economics okay. the new econ okay neo-economist neo- call it Latin so it sounds Legit. Yeah, neocon, new neo economics, whatever neo economic thing that we like make. Mm-hmm. People for years are gonna study it and be like, "Is it really better?" You know what I mean? There's gonna be a lot of research, and then we're gonna determine, ah, well, you know, maybe it is better. We'll shift over. Yeah, and people just go with it because people go with it. Makes sense. The, I also think in the academic system, a lot of people don't understand the free market because they don't have the exposure to that type of learning. Mm-hmm. Like, academia is heavily biased left right now. Mm-hmm. Like, heavily, heavily. Probably always has been, honestly. No, it always has been. Yeah, I was going to say. Probably getting... Probably getting And free, free markets aren't even, like, a left thing now, because the right isn't for a free market. Yeah. Like, they're truly not. Like, they say they are. Whoa, whoa, and that was the big thing. Whoa, that's something that they're married to for low a long taxes, time. Low taxes were a big thing, too, but, like, the two good ideas they had, they just fucking threw them out. Idiots. <laughs> yeah. Oh, rip. I, I you know I I thought at one Rip point freedom. you know I Hopefully thought of it at not. one point the Republican uh, the Democratic Party in America's history at one point like dissolved and disappeared. Yeah, there were a few different parties there that did that, parties. like Federalist Party or. Well, but then the Democrats came back. I was thinking I was like, Yo, well, it's, gonna... I don't think it's that they came back. Maybe like people there adopted that 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 name to kind of connect with the the past. Well, I mean, the parties did flip too. Right? Yeah, the yeah. Party, exactly. Which is about the... insane. Like, what does that even, like, how does that happen? FDR, like, that's the how that I think it happened quickly. Yeah, it, the, it was the Republic, like, the Democratic Party disappeared at one point in American history, it reformed, and then the parties flipped. Dude, yeah. FDR flipped the party. Right, and then I was thinking about it, and I was like, bro, what if the Republicans disappear one day? I think they would. I think they are. I think they're on the way out. They're, no, they're totally on their way out. They're for sure. Young, young kids. Like, so liberal, dude. <laughs> Well, no, nah, I feel like even the people who used to be Republicans in the past see they're not about, like, what good ideas they had. Now those people are, like, libertarians. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's going to be a huge libertarian. Especially our movement. age group, dude. Like, Big no one from our age group is, like, so few people are, like, anti-gay marriage, just as an example. Yeah, dude, that's fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Dude, even, like, <laughs> I read, so I'm reading a book, it's, like, on biology and how it's a complex system, but it talks about computation, and one of the leading computer scientists was, um... Alan Turing, I believe. Yeah, and, the Turing test. Yeah, and he was gay, and they literally sterilized him in Britain, and then he killed himself. Yeah. It was in the 1950s. Yeah. Oh, wait. We gotta ridiculous. Get, oh, fuck. Like, this young, guy was out doing good. But then also, young Turing, what if he could have done? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, we miss out when we do stuff like that. Totally agree. Thomas Sowell talks about it in Intellectuals and Society. Mm. All the people in the Holocaust, 
Yeah, what scientific huge... discoveries could they have made? It's literally okay. Not only we burn, so I'm going to use this in metaphor. We burned down the Library of Alexandria. We sent ourselves into a dark age once. We almost did it again with the Holocaust. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's one argument I did like about Catholic school in theology. We learned how the church. I don't even know if it's true, but like helped preserve knowledge in the Middle Ages because they had the, the monks. Dude, you know I think it could be true. No, it all makes the books sense. were in the library in Alexandria, then they burnt that too. Well, I don't they, know if all cop- the books were there. There was, they, was they a saved, lot of copies. They, they saved selective knowledge. Yeah, Sele- yeah uh, they definitely pick and chose, no yeah. doubt. Like if Galileo were there during that time, they'd throw his shit out and we'd be mm-hmm. on a forever loss. Yeah. Or someone would find it again. Yeah, think about, Hopefully okay. the latter. Yeah. Think about all the stuff that we didn't that we lost and didn't find again. Yeah. Probably a lot. Yeah, exactly. So much. So sure. much. It's like... If, in if all you cultures. go on your computer and uninstalled like the internet, everything you yeah everything useful. Yeah, the internet's changing that though. We'll have data forever from every period. So do you like think, it's going to change the way we do history? So do you think at some points elements of culture will just like propagate again? Like elements of culture, elements of today's culture will just propagate in the future again. Yeah, because yeah, they'll be on the internet and they'll constantly exist. Oh, like you could get. Oh, like. Hmm. Like the information from the culture, no one's seen it in a while, but someone finds it on the internet and it appeals to them. Yeah, it comes. It comes yep. back. It just. Yeah. Wow. So that's what, like if you had all, like if you because I always make the analogy between information and genes. Mm-hmm. But if you just had all the genes of every species in you, and you could just like kind of be like Ben Ten and like choose <laughs> yeah. like what you look like. Uh, no, think about all this. those genes. Imagine. So let's take let's take a snapshot. We're just going to call it Culture 2020. Mm-hmm. What if because of the internet, Culture 2020 just copies and pastes itself to 2021? It's permanent. And like, I do think that's, I think that's a problem with the internet. I feel like culture is getting monopolized because people are spending so much time on the internet mm. and they're not thinking for themselves. Like, cat memes will never go away at this point. You never know. They could go out of style, especially would, if vegans take over. You see, we would hope, and then someday someone's going to find it again and bring it back. I hope so. Cat memes are funny. As long as they're bringing back the good stuff. I honestly wonder how big veganism will get. Nah, they're going to do... Veganism? All right, well... Yeah, I kind of... I think the vegans are going extinct because they're nutrient-deprived. <laughs> like, I'm literally not even joking. They're deprived of iron and multiple, multi, multiple like multivitamins and rip. They got yeah. they got to take supplements. That's right. Take a supplement though. Yeah, but I don't know if the supplement has the same absorption. You're also missing proteins and a lot of essential fats. Yeah, yeah, like true. you're low on certain proteins that contain uh, cysteine, the amino acid cysteine, yep, cysteine, and then you're low on essential fats like cholesterol. It's like kind of need that Chol- stuff. You said cholesterol. I was expecting something else, and then. Cholesterol and lipids. Other types of lipids. I was like, uh, just cholesterol? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think being a vegan's healthy at all. Nor do I think the carnivore oh, diet's healthy. Okay, um, and speaking of that... Plant, plant-heavy diet, I can totally get on. Mm. Yeah. So, vegans, one of the main reasons they don't eat meat is because of animal cruelty. Yeah. But recent, but... 2018, a lab in England, it took them years to do this had the first meat that was grown out of that was made out of lab grown cells. That would be that would be a good thing that I think we can do in the future. Right? What I am worried about is is the meat the same? Like cuz there's bacteria on meat. What if this meat is completely sterile and the, the bacteria is part of our environment? Mm. Like what if there's bacteria from the cow that we don't know about? And that not having that bacteria affects our gut myome. But as so as yeah, far well, as you have to find as far as delivering the macronutrients 
That could be, you know, well, yeah, you, yeah. you can find the bacteria and introduce it. Yeah, but it, it would it would be different. Like it it's such a complex system, it would be. Yeah. You would have to know. Plus, you have to iron things out. But you know what? It would be good looking forward. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be a good uh, solution for the future. We should definitely like work towards making technologies like. Yeah, that. dude. They are, actually this lab in England. They had a lab grown burger. Really? Yeah, it cost I don't, a lot of money. All right, my thing with vegans too, and a lot of people is like, they'll be like, yeah, I'm not for processed food. But all their vegetables, they do have pesticides, and then they're eating things like these vegan burgers or these things with artificial sweeteners. And I know there's like keto there's products as well. Processed. There's keto products as well that have artificial sweeteners. I don't think any of those things should be considered safe because they, they're mm. so new. We don't know how they affect well, the I was going to say, they're not really regulated by the FDA. Yeah, yeah that's an issue. Like, well, you could just be faking it, too. I get it. You can't regulate everything, but, dude, like, all these supplements and, like, GNC, mm. some of them are, like, crack. Yeah, some of them are actually bad. There's, like, enough cash. No, you can put, like, actual stuff. steroids in them, and, yeah. like, people won't know. That's yeah, cool. that's a lot of them mixed tested. up in uh, Chinese labs and not tested. <laughs> yeah, China loves making our chemicals. Dude, we, um, we had a big thing. Which is why I don't get why we hate China. Student athletes were failing drug tests due to the supplements they were taking. No. They were coming back with, like, cocaine. Holy shit. Yeah. So. Damn, imagine if I was doing cocaine every time I took Korea. Right? <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Oh, Korea Coke. <laughs> the, like, I feel like, would there be a way where you could set up, like, a private, you know, company to do know. testing for supplements and, like, verify them? Would people pay money for that? Oh, there is. There is? There is. There are companies who will test these supplements. But, you know, of course. I feel like it's like, now they have the fair trade thing. I feel like they should have a sticker for supplements, like... They, they this, have, this isn't crack sticker. They do have they do have some, but it's more for like vitamin, like vitamin oh, okay. omega three. So like it's different. It's not like your well, the sticker energy just, supplements that you get a in a vending machine outside. Now, the yeah. Yeah. funny thing is, imagine this: the sticker just says verbatim, "crack free" or just "not crack." No cocaine, crack cocaine. Dude, like stuff like C four. Crackless. The stuff's just yeah. not good for you. you like C four. Yeah, I used to take that. That's insane, dude. What's you know, what's why? not good for you? It, like, what did you say was like the most not good? for I you? I just think getting just. Consuming that much caffeine in such mm. a quick dose, mm. I just think I, I, I wonder how many wrong, milligrams it has. I should check. Yeah, I'm not sure to be honest, but I just think that like actually, it's a leading killer of college students. Caffeine, caffeine powders, dude. You I could be wrong, wrong, but I I can't imagine that it's good on your heart. It's not. Mm. You know, every, but I don't know. Every, I mean, guys are making me want to quit coffee now. Fuck. No, just don't get on the caffeine powder. Every year, dude, I'm having like number of students die due to the caffeine powder overdose. But I'm having like five or six hundred milligrams of caffeine. Do you a day. drink black coffee? Yeah, oh, you got to hit it with a little bit of cream, bro. Nah, no I don't. Cream. I don't put cream. Yeah, I, I, I try almond to do milk, dude. Nah, no almond milk. No? You don't, not really. No, like you don't like it? Black. But you black. not like the taste of almond milk? Cold. I know. I like almond okay. milk. I just love Wait, my coffee cold black. And black. Black Red. iced coffee. I like how I like it. I like Bro, black coffee long, better man. iced. I don't like it. <laughs> what? I love it that way. What, what the fuck? You don't like black iced coffee? No! That's exactly Jeez, how I've I seen like the, it. Dude, I go to Dunkin' with Chase to get an extra extra, so... Come on. That's the exact... <laughs> bro, I'm a, I'm a tea bro. Just, I'm a tea likes, boy. He likes, cream, okay, okay. he likes cream and sugar. He doesn't like the coffee. Oh, all right. Some coffee... Right. I will say, the Snickerdoodles coffee, a nice hazelnut coffee. I love, oh, I like, I love cappuccinos. I love cappuccinos. I don't think I've ever had one. Everything you're talking about is incredible, but, like, it's more than just the coffee. Like, dude, I think, I will agree with you. I think coffee as a whole tastes like absolute ass cheese. Get the fuck out no, of I'll here. No, I'll have a, I'll have, I've been having my coffees with less of cream, and it's the, it's I the like okay the taste taste. of coffee with a little bit with of something. Little bit of no, I like it black. I think black it depends, I personally cream. think it depends on the coffee. Oh, yeah, not all coffees are equal. Like, Starbucks, oh. best coffee hands down. You think so? Yeah, fuck uh, I gotta take you to... There's somewhere up. I gotta take you. All right, all right, I'm down. I'm a connoisseur. 
Dude. The Starbucks you get in the bag does not taste I feel like the same. in New York City you should have, or near New York City you should have all kinds of Yo, coffee. Yo, dude, coffee tours. tour. Dude, I have the Bodega, I have Starbucks, I have Moe's. Oh, no, what do you think better? Moe's or Chipotle? No, no, this, dude, it's like this convenience oh, store across the street. Oh, I was going to say Moe's. The guy Moe's, Moe's is behind, Moe's behind the dude, counter. Dude, you're getting coffee at Moe's, dude. No. No, no it's like Subway. No, I did get coffee from a Mexican place once, but that's only because I was getting their breakfast, and their breakfast there. was bomb. But, like, dude, if you go to Subway for coffee, Bro, like, what are you Mexican. doing? Or, like, a Burger King? Yeah, oh my god, people would come to Burger King and order coffee. Ugh. It's nasty, dude. Yeah, fast food and coffee don't go together. No. Mm. I think there's a huge market for healthy foods. Mm. Right now, definitely. And especially the breakfast market. Yep. Breakfast is literally all carbs. Yeah, it is. Dude, I love a nice egg sandwich, I will say. I love bacon and eggs. Mm -hmm. I don't eat bacon. I love bacon. bacon. Dude, I have not eaten bacon entirely out of my diet. Really? Yeah. I have, I have a half pound of bacon. Not a, a not, day? Not Multiple mo- times a week. Jesus. Not in moderation? No bacon in moderation? Why? Dude, the salt. You converted? The salt you, and the... Dude, it's <laughs> on the turkey bacon. Nah, turkey bacon is not the same it as bacon. Like oh, it's good, bacon. bro. It's good, but it's not bacon. Like, it shouldn't be called turkey bacon. It's like turkey strips. Like, listen. It's not right, bacon. Here's how I'm going to put it's it. It's not fatty. If I'm going to eat something that has a similar makeup as bacon, I'd... There's so many better things I'd rather have. Bacon's the best thing. What? Dude, I'd rather have like No, but I think too much bacon ruins bacon. I'd rather have like I haven't gotten that. Dude, I'd rather <laughs> yet. I'd rather have pulled pork over bacon. Oh. I love pulled pork. Oh, okay, okay Corey, have you ever been to Boneheads in West Warwick? I think so, yeah. Wing place. Uh, yeah, no, I have a while so, ago though. So. Oh, it's good. I don't know how good they are now. I it's love so, wings, but wings are so bad for you the way they prepare them. No. Dude, um, the thing is, I'm a baby because I get boneless wings, so... That's fine. They're easy to eat. You that's can, what I... Uh, so you can face, like, 18 Yo, and I like bone-in, bro. So, Always bone so Yeah, I do like eating it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But, like, so many people are like, dude, like, you're a bitch. You, only, you eat boneless wings? Like, yeah. I've never heard anyone say that. Really? Dude, I used to no, shit on dude. all the What? Time. No. Dude. Yo. Yeah, that person's just a shitty person when it comes to food. They're like, oh, it's chicken nuggets. Like, I like chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. And also, who's got a problem with chicken nuggets? Yeah. yeah. No one's ever. No kid has ever said I don't like chicken nuggets. Yeah, like no bad. one's ever said no to chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets are also kind of nasty though, because it is literally just like just chopped up. No, no, no. It's like they threw it into like a wood chip. Yeah, I haven't watched the documentary. Some chicken. restaurant, right, has to do gourmet chicken nuggets. Even we could do it. We could literally make them yeah. on our own and sell them. Then we'll get shut down by some regulatory. I mean, like get the get the make the breading ourselves, bread it. Oh, and fry it. Chicken Make nuggets. A nice sauce, homemade chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets, but without with a bread substitute. Like the cauliflower substitutes. I yeah. love those. Oh no, no. Almond flour because it fries the same way. Or that as well. I don't I don't want, I don't like vegetable oils either though. I'm not a big Except olive oil. Olive oil. Yeah, it's like olive oh, oil. Well, no, do it in olive oil. Yeah. It's the only way to do it. Yeah. You know? Or air fry. Air fries. Air fries. Wow. Dude, air fries are crazy. Oh my god. I'm so glad those exist. Whoever made that, they deserve a patent for sure. They really do. Bank on that. I just bought a an instant pot, and that thing's even insane, dude. Oh, has really it? Like, tried it out. I don't use it that much. I have one. Really, I like it. Yeah, it's hmm? it's just quick. Wait, I'm wait, not good with hey, it. Wait, wait, is it like a low crock pot? Nah, dude, it's a pressure cooker, basically. No yeah. way. You never heard of an instant pot? No. It's like you know what a crock pot is. Yeah. Right? It's so like you know a, a crock pot takes like eight hours. Yeah, this a is like a fast cooker, crock yeah, pot. Exactly. Yep. I do like. I will say, I like the end result of a crock pot better. Oh, uh, dude, crock pot meals are the way to go. But mm. an instant pot also has a crock pot built in if you want to revert back. Okay, yeah, so. that's perfect. 
It really? does. It's like a Swiss Army knife. That it's really so expensive, though, dude. Yeah, they are. Mm. What if you made an appliance that had like literally everything? Like, what would you That'd need? Be wild. Do like an instant pot and oven. The oven could just be a toaster. A you need a microwave. Extra slow microwave as well. Yeah. Could you do a microwave and an oven in the same box? You think? Probably not. Neither of us are. Well, no, microwave none of us oven, are electrical. No, no microwave ovens are things. They do exist. Oh, yeah. my my but oven is massive though. There's my microwave is an oven. Okay. It's that big. Yeah. I love cooking. I need to get better at it, especially because mm. I'm moving in two weeks. <laughs> You're moving in two I weeks? Think, yeah. Oh, yo. Um, I have, I'm just going to probably, hopefully, I'm going on more tours tomorrow, I think. Oh, really? So, Damn. Okay. Wow. I'm going next week to see if I could oh, like, sell that. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going this week. Yeah, that's fair. Good yeah. luck, y'all. Well, you're just getting a single? I don't know yet. There's one kid who I might potentially live with, but it okay. depends if um, it works out, because I don't like know this kid that well, so. Okay. The only reason I would would be to save money. Yeah. Like, if I have true. to. But... I don't know. We have to see. You're going to stay in the office? Dude, September 8th. Oh, it's September 8th. Damn. I can't believe it. I know. Hey, at least it's after your birthday. True. It's true. Oh, my God. Anyone want to eat pretty soon? Yeah, I'm down. You want to wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. All right. It's been like four hours, I think. Okay. Wow, that is solid. It went by so fast. Thanks for listening. Hey.